Public servant hands, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I cut, well, yeah, I cut it open again, see? Mm. There you go. Soft, 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 soft hands. Like a baby's bum. Too much bum. moisturizer. Like a baby's bum. That's it. It's Hello, fun. everyone, and all <laughs> the lads. Welcome back to On the Esky. Another great start for us to kick that off. Mm. Um, a sports podcast where we like to drink beers, talk dribble, um, and cover a bit of sports news as we do it. Uh, of course, we've got to talk about the cricket world. Uh, there's T20 World Cup that we had won. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll cover that in a minute. That's uh, fucking go. Yeah, there's a bunch of other uh, Australian and, say, England-related cricket news we've got to cover too. Then we'll have the Week 11 preview in the NFL. We've got NBA news, some a bit of international soccer, and there's an upcoming round of EPL as well. AFL draft, not too far away, and then a little bit of UFC boxing news to finish us off and before we get into F1. Um, and some dick pics. <laughs> Someone has added there. Who wrote that? Who <laughs> yeah. wrote that? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, 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 get to that. we'll get to that in a minute. Um, <laughs> as always, there's timestamps down the bottom there to, uh, to for the various sports that we talk about. Uh, and, of course, if you like this content uh, and um, would like to follow along, please consider subscribing or dropping us a comment. A like is always useful. And also jump on our Instagram uh, for some nice little mimas from the monks on the end of the table. Uh, Peps, of course, is next to me. How you boys been doing? How's your week been? Good week for me. University finito for, for now. So didn't get to watch as much sport as I normally would. But a mass- man. massive, massive yeah. week. We had four days of just basking in our own glory, didn't we? Of <laughs> being the, the world <laughs> T20 champs. And then an absolute bombshell today uh, with, uh, yeah, said dick pics, but we shall discuss in a second. Mark, how's your week? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, Work was busy. Uh, Made some money moves this week. Signed a mortgage loan. So, yeah. Kiss your life away. Yes. Yep. Mm. Um, Talk about commitments. Um, (laughs) The bank now owns you. That's it. So, yeah. Good times. All right. Yeah. Bit of mortgage chat here on the Esky. That's what we like to <laughs> fucking get into. <laughs> Let's shout a beer. Uh, Monks, you want to kick us off? Yeah, yeah. So I suppose a little bit of a little bit of sad news today. So uh, I'm going to shout a beer to Roger Federer. Um, unfortunately, he has decided to pull out of the Australian Open mm-hmm. um, in the new year. Um, he's still recovering from knee surgery that he got um, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little bit, a little bit niggle. Um, Yes, I'm just going to shout him a beer this week. Uh, Hopefully he has a pretty quick recovery after um, the Australian Open and then can get back on the court and we can finally see him play some good tennis again. Oh, well, Roger, I think he's hit 40 now. Yeah, um, he's hit hit the forty, has he? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was thirty nine earlier in the year. So yeah, he is forty yeah. as of uh, August this year. August, yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. So. 40-year-olds and knee surgery is probably not a great idea for uh, hey, Tom Premier. Bra- Tom Brady out there. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> True, he did do his ACL as well, but yeah. That, but still, for a, for an elite tennis player that doesn't have five men trying to protect him all the time <laughs> and having to run <laughs> sideline, to, well, court to court, mm. well, that's not court to court, so it is line to line, mm. Uh, mm. It is a lot of effort and a lot of strain on the knees. Yeah, uh, There's not much sidestepping for, done from Tom Brady. Um, those five men, it, those yeah. five men are just Giselle's bodyguards. <laughs> <laughs> Probably are. Mm. <laughs> um, I yeah. tell you what, though, it does. It opens the door for Novak Djokovic to become confirmed the greatest tennis player of all time. Yeah, well, we'll set the record for the most majors won by an individual. Individual mm. couldn't mm. happen to a better bloke, I don't think. <laughs> Perhaps who are you shouting a beer out for? Uh, I would like to shout uh, David Visser. 
the Namibian, uh, former South African, but uh, represented Namibia in the T20 World Cup. Eight games, 227 runs. I think that was the sixth most in the World Cup. Averaging 45, striking at nearly 130 uh, for a, a player from a minnow nation to be out there. Uh, six overall. Uh, an excellent, excellent effort from him. And the Namibians, they, they did get that win against uh, Scotland uh, and held their own in a few of their games as well. So shout out to him, David Visser. Very good. Um, for me, I had Paddy Mills. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> as, as my shout of beer. And a bit of a running theme for Paddy. He's been doing uh, very well in the NBA, uh, filling in for Kyrie Irving, of course. Uh, uh, but this shout of beer is not for his performance uh, uh, from a scoring perspective, but for his probably lack of size from a defensive aspect because he did get mismatched up against Taco, the tallest player. Uh, NBA player in the league. We're just uh, looking up uh, in the list of the tallest people ever yes. at seven foot six, big yes. taco fall. Yes, not inside yep. the top ten, but he is in on the list. It says on the list. <laughs> so uh, at yeah, massive, massive human being. Um, Paddy Mills on the other hand, not. Mm. Um, well, he's six foot tall, so he's taller than you, <laughs> fucking pledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are the same size man. Well, slightly, slightly taller than me, but yeah. Either either way, the photo does look. The, the photo does look like yeah, yeah under twelves taking on a fully grown man. So. <laughs> Uh, I feel bad for Patty. I feel bad for the fact that that's gone viral around the internet. So have a beer on the esky from me. Shout right. out to Bala Pat, a yeah. frequent recipient of Shout a Beer, uh, mm-hmm. we're finding yeah. out. Yeah. Australian of the Year as well, Yes, uh, by yeah. the way. So yeah. that, that also happened this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He loves a beer. We'll show him how. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll throw that <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah. Australian of the Year. Yeah. Nice yeah. job, Paddy. That's, that's next year. I've only gone and done it again. I've carried on from last week. I've gone to Google Paddy Mills and I've typed in Paddy Pills. Jesus, Friday night. Mike's is on the Paddy Pills. Watch out. Uh, all right, with that said, Let's I move on. think we've got to get stuck into some sport. Uh, and of course, we've got to kick off with the cricket and with the T20 World Cup. Let's fucking with, go. With Victor's being the Australian team. We backed him in the whole way. We were so confident. Yeah. We were looking yeah. at the odds. We, we, said we seven never. Seven bucks, put the house on it. We had yeah. no doubts. Yeah. We, They're <laughs> always getting out of the group. We were never right. saying they weren't. Yeah, uh, so we're T20 champions of the world. Uh, Run us through the match, perhaps. What happened? Okay, so the New Zealand lost the toss and uh, they lost the game and that was it. Nothing yep, else to report. Much. They had to bat first. There you go. No, in all seriousness. <laughs> it, uh, it was a good cl- – they scored like a on-par score for the pitches they've been playing on throughout the tournament. Yeah, like one, it was, was 170 good. odd. And, and it was all off the back of Kane Williamson, an absolute inspired captain's knock there. 85, half of their runs. He did get dropped by Josh Hazelwood on about 20-odd. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the top order uh, for, for Kiwis, very explosive with Martin Guptill and Daryl Mitchell. Neither of them really got, uh, got, got going – Mitchell out early, um, which was big, you know, a bit of a breakout tournament for him. And Guptill, he chewed up a lot of balls, unlike him. I think he was striking at 80-odd. Uh, so a good job from uh, our frontline quicks to to pin him down. Uh, Paul Mitch Stark went for, for 60 off his four, uh, just mm. using the pace a little bit there. But Hazelwood, very, very good. Three for 16, uh, an unreal tournament for him. I think I saw a stat at – I think he's uh, ranked in the top six – in the world at the moment for, for all three formats. Uh, I believe I screenshot it. Let's have a look. Uh, rank number two in ODIs. Yep. Rank number four in Test Cricket. Mm-hmm. Rank number six in T20 International Cricket. So uh, an absolute elite at the moment. Yeah. Um, 
And then, yeah, like we said, uh, I reckon 170 odd was par. Like, I was like, it's a par score. Not, it's not bad. You, not, you, not pro- bad you probably want an extra 10 20 in a final. Sure. But, but, the, but the way that the tournament's played out, yeah. you, you, you know, 170 is pretty big. Mm-hmm. I think the whole mm-hmm. tournament we yeah. had one, I think. I think India scored two hundred once, but then yep. there was there was only that one score over two hundred. Uh, yeah, one one seventy is not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's not it's not a bad score. Finchy didn't do much, but Ooh. he's uh, he's got some silverware. He's he's one of five Australian captains ever mm-hmm. to have um, have a trophy. So good on good on Aaron Finch. And I tell you who else who good on. That's not very good English, but <laughs> <laughs> good on good on David Warner. It's better than someone else. <laughs> the uh, the monkey was on his back yeah. uh, coming into the tournament. You know, well publicised, losing his gig or you know the starting gig at least yeah. at Sunrisers Hyderabad. Uh, made fifty three in this. Got named player of the tournament. We'll have a little chat about that in a sec. Mm-hmm. Uh, Candy Warner, I think, uh, you know, was was quick to get on uh, social media saying, you know, out of yeah. form and yeah, this yeah. and that, and yeah, everyone yeah. hating him, and yeah. and he stood up. Can't get time. a gig, can't get a match in the IPL, and then man of the, well, man of the, man of the tournament, so. man of the tournament, yeah. and a and a World Cup winner. Yep. So suck on these nuts, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tell you who else, Mitch Marsh. Where the haters at? Yeah. Where the hate is that? Had all the form leading into it. And Unbe- then unbelievable going, form. So. Moving to, to three uh, yeah. really, really suited him. Uh, uh, I think, I don't want to say covered, but really, uh, well, he did kind of cover for, say, Maxwell, who had a bit of a, a, bit of a like quiet a tournament yeah. Yeah. after him coming off the IPL of being like really well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, in that regard, you're yeah, really happy that Marsh did, did his job, and especially coming in at three um, with uh, Finchie also struggling a little bit through mm. this tournament. Really helped us. Well, well considering yeah. Australia's World Cup champs and Maxi didn't do much and Finchie didn't do much and Smitty didn't do much. Nope. It was really, you know, from a batting perspective, off the back of Mitch Marsh, Dave Warner and, and the Stoin. The sort of, yeah. yeah. And that obviously that, that Matthew Wade innings was pretty good in the semi-final to get us there. But a uh, massive tournament for Dave Warner, massive tournament for Mitch Marsh, the Bison. <laughs> Um, boys, do we feel bad for the Kiwis? Is what I wanted to ask you. Lost 2015 ODI World Cup to yep. us. Uh, lost the T20 uh, World Cup, obviously, last week. Lost the 2019 ODI World Cup on absolute bullshit. Yeah, they can't More break. fours in an innings. Come on, this is the most English fucking sanctioned yeah. cheating I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we feel bad for him? That seemed like a... Bunch of good blokes. They are the world test champions. Uh, they well, they they the bridesmaids never never the bride at this mm. point. They always finish second. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think your point there uh, uh, of you know as as close rivals and brothers, brothers in arms. Um, fuck them because they always beat us in the rugby <laughs> union. <laughs> They've got the, the All Blacks are, have been undefeated. Well, they're not undefeated, but they've they haven't lost, won they haven't nine. Lost the Bloodless Cup for about twenty years. Yeah, I was going to say, and yep. they probably have a ninety percent win percentage against us in the last twenty to thirty years as well. <laughs> so, um, obviously, big rugby fans. Here, yeah, yeah, exactly. And we're just like, well, that for that reason, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, Killed I'll, that sport for us. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna tend yeah. to agree with you. Uh, Rugby union, uh, for a, a lot of reasons, has uh, sort of waned in interest for, yeah. for yours truly. Uh, but, yeah, the All Blacks' dominance of that sport is definitely, um, uh, yeah, a part of the factor there. Um, every every year they go up and you just know that the All Blacks are going to win the Bledisloe Cup. So, yeah, I agree. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a World Cup final. You back us in. Yeah, that's yeah. it. 
I mean, yeah, even to that point, you mentioned the um, Test World Champions. They're number one ranked in Test, number one ranked in ODIs, fourth ranked in T20 cricket. If they can't win the World Comp, then... Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> come down hard here. Yeah, there's, there's a harder approach than I was willing to take. The, 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 go, the gloating from the Australians. Yeah. <laughs> you got to take, take it when you can. Uh, Considering we're in, big in side all, outsiders. Like. In all seriousness, to our Kiwi brothers, our friends across the Dutch... Um, for a country of what four and a half million people, let's say, t- yep. to be consistently performing on the um, on the world stage in these big tournaments, mm-hmm. hats off to them. Pretty likable bunch, I think, with you know with Williamson at the helm. Uh, but yeah, just just struggling, I suppose, to to win these big big games. Yep. Uh, David Warner, player of the tournament, mm-hmm. Marks, if you wouldn't mind uh, just bringing up to the screen. Uh, the the top run scorers. Baba Azam uh, was the top run scorer in the tournament. Um, a little bit of chat around maybe he should have been player of the tournament. I I don't mind going with Warner. So Azam had 303 runs from six knocks, averaging 60. Warner, 289 runs from seven knocks, so one more there, averaging 48, but striking at 147, and he, and he was in the winning side. So... I think that's got to play into your, your considerations, doesn't it? Oh, definitely. I think, yeah, winning side, definitely. I, I was potentially thinking that, and we'll go back to Mitch Mars and his tournament that he's had. Um, 185 that, runs at 61, yeah, so striking at 147. So 61 was probably the important part, but he also played, uh, le- well, battered, sorry, less innings than Warner did. Of one. One or one, was it two? One less. One less. No, two less. Two less innings. One. He had five. He played six matches to one of seven. But Excuse had, me. Um, two less innings, of course. Um, well, averaging 60s, that's another 120 runs. He's actually... I just, yeah, but... but I, uh, well, we're, we're alluding here. So I think from he, he what he's done, he, he, had, he, had a he was integral. And integral, it, sure. But, but for someone that played the entire tournament and, uh, and, and, and also at, was... And look at Marsh He's, yeah. what, 12th? Highest run scorer exactly. in the tournament. Just, you can't make him no, the, no. the player of the tournament, although he did have an excellent tournament. Yeah. Uh, and, and shout out to Mohamed Rizwan as well up there, 281 runs at 70. Mm. And Joss Butler, 269, averaging now. nearly 90. <laughs> yeah. Only dismissed three times. He is oh, up there with one of the best white ball cricketers in the world at the moment, if not the best. Um, I think it's fair. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, winning, from, winning, from a bat- winning side. From a batsman, yeah, winning side. He played... Of course, the whole tournament batted well throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh, three fifties. Potentially, was there any bowlers that could have entered that that chat, that conversation? Uh, Marks, if you wouldn't mind bringing up the stats there, I think Hazelwood had a really, really good tournament. Mm. Um, I was very impressed with Shahin Shah Afridi, uh, the, mm-hmm. the Pakistani quick. Uh, we uh, did comment on him uh, looking about thirty years older than his. Uh, than he's listed as, but uh, he, he was he was very impressive. So Hazelwood there with eleven wickets at fifteen point nine. Zampa had thirteen. So well, Zampa had more economy five point eight. Yep. For Zampa, that five for nineteen also very juicy. What about De Silva? De Silva, <laughs> Silva yeah. sixteen wickets, nine point seven five average. Although Sri Lanka did have to come through, so three of those games against our yes, you know cricketing powerhouses in Oman and Papua New Guinea and whoever else they were playing against. Fucking Tuggeranong fourth grade. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I don't think any of the bowlers uh, put put their hand up to be player of the tournament. Fair enough, I'll say. I'll back in in the ball. I'll back in the Reverend David Warner. I agree with you. Mm. That's good. 
I'd say David Warner is a f- fair shout. So we mentioned Shaheen Shah Afridi. Mm-hmm. Uh, did mention Daryl Mitchell before, mm-hmm. but uh, a really uh, good tournament for him. Uh, I think he, going into this, I think he had about four or five T20 internationals under his belt. Uh, showed that he can uh, he can hit a ball. Uh, I tell you else who can hit a ball? Asif Ali. Uh, no big scores, but uh, two games where he just went absolutely mental in the middle order mm-hmm. for Pakistan. And uh, and shout out to Sharif Asalanka uh, from Sri Lanka. Had a really good tournament. So some players to watch there moving forward. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Now, so, boys. <sighs> I should, yeah, I guess well, we had a fun four days, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Top of the cricketing world. <laughs> Four and a half. Yeah. Well, uh, it started off us also laughing at, at England and what was happening over there. Mm. But I think maybe we focus on ourselves to kick it off. Mm. And look in the man yeah. in the mirror. <laughs> um, I, I, I'd I'm love asking him to change his ways. <laughs> I'd love for all our fans also to get stuck at us in the comments um, and give us a kind of. Uh, the number of how many times we're going to say bulging and dick in the bulging next, dick in the next ten minutes because uh, it is going to be a fair bit, I believe. Get the counter started. Yeah, we're going to Tony be- Armstrong shout out ABC uh, newsman. Uh, he had a full. Did he know? Slip. Did he know? He knew. He knew. <laughs> Tim Payne has had a bulging dick for months, years, years. years. Some say, and he uh, wants to share it with the world. Four years. <laughs> so I guess we'll cover the headline. Uh, so Tim Payne has been in a sexting scandal. He sent mm-hmm. a dick pic to a Tasmanian. Tasmanian staffer. Um, of course, he plays down in Tasmania. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in 2017. Uh, yeah, just before the Ashes. So December 2017. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, it was investigated at that time. You know when uh, Sandpaper Gate was? Uh, March 2018. 2018. So I assume this investigation was going on or had concluded Good. before they gone, oh, shit, we've been busted here, you know, caught with our fucking pants down. Mm-hmm. And let's <laughs> let's put in the bloke that also was caught with his pants down. Uh, <laughs> excuse the horrible pun there. Uh, uh. So the thing that that really grinds my gears here is Cricket Australia knew. They knew. They've swept mm. it under the rug. They've gone. No worries, Painy. You go out there. You be this. You yeah, you well, can be this. It sounds like they de- uh, dealt with it at the time. Um, I'm not well, sure. Why is it all coming out now. Yeah, it's well, very peculiar yeah, timing. It's so, almost so as though there's a. So who, who's leaking 30, it? 130 year old tournament coming up uh, in a f- in a few weeks. <laughs> well, yeah, true. Well, uh, I assume the last uh, wasn't uh, a pommy lady, <laughs> but but yeah, whether the turncoats. Look, or I'm not. Anyway, I'm not condoning the actions, no, no, but the the no. timing of this is, oh. is is very unusual. Yes, and the thing is, after. You know, Smith and, and Warner and poor Cameron Bancroft got, got caught up in Sandpaper Gate. Mm-hmm. Tim Payne was like this squeaky clean. Meant to be squeaky clean, yes. You know, leader. He's a good yeah. bloke. He's going to take us out of this shameful period. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. He's a good leader. He's, he's got good captaincy skills. And CA knew the whole time that this, you know, was there. And you know what, boys? I, I'm... I f- look, I feel bad. I feel bad that, that Payne's mm. going to go out like this. You know what I feel worse about? The fucking Barmy Army <laughs> and the English media are going to be absolutely... Perhaps give us a bulging disc uh, chant for, for all the lads. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't want to give the Barmy Army any ideas. <laughs> oh, we probably don't need to. They've already got ten. Bulging oh. dick. What yeah. Thick leg, six, seven. Six nearly though. <laughs> <laughs> Six. Uh, 
I'll let you stew oh, on that yeah. for yeah, a bit. Let, give me two minutes. I'll come up with something yeah. there. But, um, <laughs> go, Max. Yeah, no, just the timing of it is all just very, very suspect. Um, so it was broken by News Corp. Um, it wasn't... We don't really know where this information's mm-hmm. come from yet. Mm-hmm. We don't know if it was from the staffer um, herself or club if it's... Or some, someone working at the club. Yeah. Someone behind the scenes of Career Australia. Like, could have been anyone, really. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. Just I suppose it just poses a question. Like, obviously, organisations do know, do have all this history and stuff. Like, well, I in think all sorts of circumstances. Like, yeah, how, how does Cricket Australia? There's a HR how they move forward from there's HR departments for this very reason to deal with these sorts of things and um, to uh, hopefully come to a resolution for both parties. It sounds yeah. like that happened and they were happy with it and it it was in the past. That's why well, I'm assuming yeah, Cricket w- Australia was like, let's that's all happened it's in the past. We don't need to worry about it. We'll go we'll move move forward. Ten pains good to go as Australian captain. Mm. But mm. yeah, obviously well so I suppose at the time as well, like Don't forget what you tweet. <laughs> True. Um I suppose at the time as well, like if, <laughs> if Cricket Australia doesn't pick Tim Payne back in two thousand eighteen as captain, then what kind of questions are you asking then as well? Like mm. it's yeah. Yeah, well, it's you lose if you do, you lose if you don't, sort of thing. You you got to run the risk. Um, well, they obviously thought they'd um, covered it or not enough, dealt with it, and buried it enough that it wasn't going to be an issue from either party. But obviously, someone else probably that's what makes me think yeah. it's probably someone else that within the knowledge mm. Um, mm. as you know, uh, let this go or uh, a good journalist probing for news stories to break about ashes to. Get cricket and ashes headlines rolling because people are starting mm. to get interested, of course, with it a couple of weeks away. But yeah, for Tim Tim Payne, it's not great. No. Um, so my understanding is he's uh, quit slash semi sacked from being captain of Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's still in the Ashes squad, so he still play. He hasn't formally been like sacked from the Australian team. Uh, so of course he's still going to be um, in the team and our wicketkeeper going forward. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that and his long-term career? Because I think, um, and I'll, I'll say my my opinion, and I think I've been saying it for months uh, leading up past after the Indian series, if if we have a bad series, we'll start this, well, if we have a bad Ashes, we lose the Ashes, Tim Payne's done. I think if we win, but That's maybe a big, if. A big, big, big series, I thought Tim Payne, you know, I think we had to do well because I think Tim Payne, they were looking potentially to move him on because they've got, Cummins coming through, Labuschagne, whoever they want as the next Australian captain. Tim Payne's always kind of been the the placeholder mm-hmm. um, mm. until someone else could sort of, like even Stephen Smith um, could get back, thrown back into that mix, of course. Um, but now that he's no longer captain, uh, what are your thoughts purely on him as the keeper for Australia? Is he our first choice keeper or are there better options? Uh, I think Alex Carey should have his phone uh, off silent tonight, <laughs> is, is my uh, opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sort of um, earmarked early on as, as potentially a future leader. Um, you know, averages, what, 36 we were looking at it in, in Shield, Shield cricket. Has a bunch of tons there. Has played a lot of uh, white ball cricket for Australia. Uh, I think Alex Carey will be the keeper for Australia in this Ashes series. There you go. Do you, from the from the start or from from I think from Brisbane. What are we three and not even under three weeks Please. away? Yeah. I think Alex Carey will be batting seven and keeping for Australia. There you go. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's it's yeah. I'll take one. It's going to be a tough 
I guess uh, your thoughts as well. It's going to be a tough spot. You have given up the captaincy. Will will that be enough? He's, he was there because he's a good captain. He's a good leader. Yeah. He, he's he's a decent enough uh, batsman and, and keeper. Like, well, we think he's a good club we'll, man. Well, look, we're looking at his his – he averages 30 in the shield, has 300s. Kerry has already – you know, well, he's got better average in the shield, yes. And he's and, and he's made f- what f- six or seven tons in the shield. Yeah. So look, plus younger, Payne's not getting any younger. No. Uh, Carry Carry's thirty. He's primed. He's ready to go. Five tons he's got in the shield. So he's already got two more than Tim Payne. Averages averages thirty six. That's that's fine as a as a seven. Yeah, I, I think Kerry will will, uh, will be will yeah. be will will be the keeper and and number seven for us in the Ashes. Does uh, Matthew Wade enter the chat at all, do you think? Paul As a potential guy that's been in the squad versus bringing no, in a young fella. Knows the boys did play uh, the last time we played Test Cricket, which is nearly a year ago against India. Yeah, uh, one of one of T20. One, just won us a T20. Half those boys. Just won us a T20. Uh, he, he didn't make the squad. Not, neither did neither did well, yeah. care. So we're potentially saying a, a replacement at this point yeah. for Tim Payne. Uh, look, I think it'll definitely be in the conversation. Mm. Um, mm. And and we were talking before about jo- Josh Philippi has to, has to be in the conversation. Yeah, I think Philippi uh, he's still he's still young. He's very talented, especially as a white ball cricketer. Uh, hasn't really taken his opportunities, I suppose. Uh, mm. When when given the green and gold jersey mm-hmm. in in the white ball format, I think he will play a lot for Australia. Uh, yeah, definitely. At, he's not hurting his chances. He no. just hit a hundred in the shield, so he's, yeah, he, he's. Uh, there and thereabouts, but I think you you hit it. Is he's probably mm. a year or two away from where you really he's want to be. Man, like to, a, as yeah. a as a as a batsman in in um in red ball cricket, it's mm. pretty rare for twenty four year olds to be you know out there playing for their country. So yeah. I think Philippi will will definitely play a fair bit of Test cricket. I just I, I feel like this Ashes, it's it's Kerry's time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if if that's the case, you uh, if Kerry's coming in, pains out. Who's a, who's going to be our captain? Currently, the vice captain is Cummins. Do I think you, it'll be Pat Cummins. Yeah, do you, do you I, think, I think they will? The, they'll th- do it. The first is, uh, first what? fast bowler since the 1930s. Well, I think it's first fast bowler. The only other bowler was the spinner. Because remember, we looked this up. I think we did look at it. I think there was a fast bowler. There was one. Like, there, there's not many, that, but it's right. if, you, if you wouldn't mind the last. It's fast almost a hundred years. Like it's a it's, 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 a, it's a lot of history. It's a lot of history. I think Cummins is the vice captain. He's. Yeah, look, he's the incumbent, I suppose. Uh, it, it should it should be Pat Cummins. Yeah. Would you say though, in dire circumstances, three weeks out from the Ashes, you turn to an, a guy that has been captain in the past and yeah, and, and still wants it? Yeah, he's been blacklisted. We've spoken about it before on the Esky. Uh, Sandpaper Gate was a massive uh, thing here. You know, the 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 own Australia's media turning on the Australian cricket team and and probably deservedly. Um, you know, it's not what we represent, and I no. they they broke that. Mind you, we were playing against a bunch of cough lolly <laughs> cheats in, in, this, in the South Africans. But, yeah. Yeah, but, I, but the Australian, the, the general consensus and the, the casuals um, don't get that context. They no. see Australian cheating. That's not how we play sport. That's right. It's country. un-Australian. Exactly. I'm Australian. Australian. <laughs> uh, not many of them have that accent, actually. No, no. no. <laughs> it tends to be uh, white-collared, well-educated uh in things other than cricket <laughs> uh, that tend to have the loudest opinions uh, when it comes to cheating and bringing the game into disrepute. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I think Steve Smith is blacklisted from being yeah. captain yep. personally. Maybe maybe Cummins is the 
captain, mm-hmm. you know, he, he does the press conferences, mm-hmm. uh, he faces the media, you know, he, he gets... Yeah, well, we've got two guys behind the stumps that are... Well, if, uh, if Tim Payne's in the squad, which we're say, you're saying he's not going to be, which I, is highly highly doubtful, but you've still got, you know, Steve Smith. Smith, Warner, the Warner's got plenty of plenty of experience. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Cummins is, is the captain, but in terms of setting fields and... Uh, you know, some some strategy. Maybe that it's a bit especially of, when Cummins is say doing his spell and exactly on, in, in his bowling. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think I, I think maybe it might be a, a team effort in in terms of that. But uh, mm. yeah, my my picks my picks. Uh, Cummins is captain uh, at at the Gabba, and mm-hmm. Alex Carey is behind the stumps. Yeah. Um, the only dark horse I think, and we've talked about this in the past, is probably lose bus change as a potential. If he's not going to be a bowler, and you're going to pick a batsman, and you, like you said, you've blacklisted. Probably half the batsmen for their involvement in Sandpaper Gate and all the other batsmen are uh, probably too young and haven't played enough high level cricket mm-hmm. to, as a comparison to Labuschagne. He's got to be your your first choice batsman uh, captain. Um, by all accounts, a cricket nerd. So if they want to go that way, potentially. Uh, but it sounds like you know Cummins has been groomed mm. <laughs> to be be the the next Australian captain. Uh, for quite a while, he's been getting the New South Wales gig as well when he's there playing uh, in the Shield cricket. So yeah, I probably agree with you on that. So did you find the last fast bowler to be captain? Um, probably gonna have to go through some names. Um, you have to travel a lot further back. Look, what what I what I captain one one yeah. test, but he's a, <laughs> he's not a fast bowler. No, he's, he's a, he he could bowl, you know, yeah. reasonable meds, but. Batsman it, first as well. Exactly. He's a batting all rounder. rounder. So yeah. that, yeah. there's don't, a don't te- technicality there. Uh, so uh, keep going, keep going. We yeah. are a long way. We, we, Ian, Ian Chappell, keep going. Bill Laurie, keep going. Uh, Neil Harvey, Richie Benner, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Richie, Richie could turn it, but uh, I think he's... He's a spinner. Yeah. A fast bowler. Ooh. Quick, there's a few of the names back here that I can't even recognise. And that's probably the, that that's one. probably a good enough answer for this question. <laughs> that it was a, it's been a long time since a since a bowler has been nah, Australian captain. Nah, 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 um, nah, but nah. before we get talking nah. in about, <laughs> so we're in the nineteen twenties. <laughs> yeah, I, t- I told you it's probably around a hundred years. So oh, that guy rings a bell, Herbie Collins. Yes, that's nah, probably all around. They all around. They reckon. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, before well, we... It's been a fucking long time. Yeah, yeah. Before we get stuck into the English cricket news... Hugh Trumbull. There we go. Bowling all-rounder. 1902. Still, uh, still. <laughs> 1902. Yeah. 100, 100 years. Let's Someone look. might have snuck in there, but... Yeah. yeah a long, long time. Long time is the answer. Um, so the Ashes squad, yeah. our, our 15, because mm-hmm. um, yep. I think that'll then lead us into our English news... Uh, we're potentially saying there's going to be a new number seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monks, do you want to? Do you have the fifteen in front of you? What's what's the current squad? Yep, I have the fifteen or current squad before breaking news today. So we had Tim Payne, Pat Cummins, Cameron Green, Josh Hazelwood, Marcus Harris, Travis Head, Usman Kawaja, uh, minus Labashane, Nathan Lyon, Michael Nasser. Nisa. Nisa. Mm-hmm. There we go. Jai Richardson, Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark, Mitchell Swepson, and Davey Warner. So two spots up for grabs. You'd yeah, say. well, that's what I'm well, saying. Well, now three, um, but opener. Yeah. So Mark, Marcus Harris is touted. Mm-hmm. Usman Kawaja is in exquisite form for yep. for the Queensland Bulls. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Uzi, I think he's got eight Test tons and averages forty two. 
for me, I'm on the outside looking in. It seems <laughs> like there's some kind of uh, vendetta or some kind of personal clash in the with the selectors. And, and it was but you've, you've already seen David Warner's come out and asked for, for Harris. Harris. Mm. So whether that's already mm. kind of a... And there's a lot of there's a lot, against, of, ha- a lot of hate on Harris. He he's only what played ten tests and, and has he's twenty nine. He's a young fella. So yeah, look, he probably does deserve deserve a crack at some stage. Uh, but for mine, I, I think he's not putting the runs on the board like Kawaja's shield form and his and his test form. Uh, you know when he when he was in the side, um, it's it's pretty hard to argue against. Mm. So, so so there's that spot and then that that middle order spot. You, yeah. So you, if you if you Trump's take head, I think I think well, well that's going to be my question. If if Usman not Usman, if Harris is two, then Usman and Head are probably competing for five. Yep. Uh, but as, by all accounts, Head, Labuschagne, and Smith three and four. Yeah. Heads, yeah, Heads going, going pretty good in the shield himself. Kawaja not recognised as a middle order batsman. No. Uh, yeah, I, I I think it'll be it'll be Harris and Head yeah. that, that get the nod. So we're gonna stick with six being Cameron Cam Green. Green. Yeah, you yeah. don't you don't think Mish March? He's not in that squad, but he entered nah. the conversation nah. after his his white ball. I I love Mitch Marsh, one of the best white ball batsmen in the world, but it's it's a different game. And and Mitch was was tried and tested, yep. batting six. He played over twenty tests and and really struggled. Mm-hmm. I, I love that that he's gotten a you know a bit of recognition for for who he is as a cricketer. Yep. Uh, I think he had an interview or a tweet in in uh, after being dropped, um, you know from from that test team and where pretty much was up there with the most hated man in Australia <laughs> for for some time. And he kind of well the Marsh brothers and yeah and, and he kind of he yeah. kind of said I just I I want to make it up to the Australian cricket fans at some stage. And he, he went out and did that yeah. in this World Cup. He, he's in exquisite white ball form uh, and, and should be part of, of both the, the T20 and ODI sides for, for quite some time. It's a different game. I have seen a, a fair bit of the noise around social media and the internet this week, you know. Sh- should he be considered for the Ashes? I think it'd be pretty rough on Cam Green after the summer that he had yeah. last year. Well, Cam Green's been stayed in Australia, of course, and has been focused on his shield and the long form format. Exactly, and before yeah. that, uh, played play the um, county season mm-hmm. over in England, focusing on his his red ball cricket. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. It's he's at fair six, seven. Uh, depends on what happens with Tim Payne. Alice Carey, <laughs> Alice Carey from here from <laughs> Peppy. Uh, so then, who's our four bowlers? The bowlers pick themselves, I would think. So, so barring any kind of uh, injury, <laughs> you, your quicks are going to be Hazelwood, Stark, Cummins, and uh, and Nathan Lyon. The best off spinner in Australian history will be uh, will be the spinner. And we win the Ashes four zip with a uh, Sydney rained out. I'd imagine yeah. a lot of uh, it's very wet down here at the moment. Very very big time wet. Yes. Mm. La Nina, mm-hmm. La Nina. So. I tell you where else it's wet, England. England, um, all the fucking time. Yeah, so <laughs> great segue. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're talking about Ashes. We're talking about England. So I'll we'll tell get you, it's been a wet towel. <laughs> Azim Rafiq. Yes. So well, I think middle of it was middle of the week. It was no, it, it was uh, two weeks ago that the big story was breaking that mm. uh, Yorkshire cricketer Azim Rafiq. Uh, I think he, I think he captain Yorkshire, uh, Pakistani born. Uh, had had been complaining of systematic racism at not just at Yorkshire but through the English cricket system. Yep. Uh, said he should have, you know, he racism robbed him of, of playing for England. Yeah. Uh, Rob, robbed him his career, I think was his was, quote. Exactly, yeah. and uh, it was it was 
all through the English press. Uh, a few people got stood down at Yorkshire. Yeah, well, I think there, there was uh, a hearing or I don't think it was an official trial. There was a hearing or something where he gave his testimony essentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that happened this week, um, which is where a lot of those quotes came from. Uh, but, yeah, so the Yorkshire, so former test players, current test players. Gary Balance was uh, in there. Joe uh, Root played Joe for Root, U- Michael Shaw. Vaughan. Yeah, so a lot of big names in English cricket. Um, getting uh, well thrown about in this conversation for systematic racism uh, through throughout. So obviously it uh, uh, hurt the man and uh, well, potentially mentally um, gave him you know lots, lots of challenges and did hurt his career. But then on the flip side, today it came out um, that he himself kind of partaked in uh, this casual racism that we're, we're talking about. Um, uh, with his uh, anti-Jew, anti-Semitic. Uh, well, I think it ended up being like Instagram DMs or something. It was or, Twi- Twitter, or, I think. Or, or it was some WhatsApp. I think it was within teammates as well, that at Yorkshire. Um, but, yeah, very much getting uh, – using Jewish stereotypes and getting um, stuck into – He was Jews, he was so. 19. Like – that that has to play into it. I, yeah. you know, I was pretty vocal on this podcast about the Ollie Robinson stuff, saying, you know, can you hold someone to account mm-hmm. over things that they said ten years ago? My yeah. feeling is no. I would expect someone to grow up a fair bit between yeah. nineteen and judge 30. the man on his current character. Exactly. However, yeah. the caveat being, if you've cried systematic racism mm. and been vocal, and people. You know, they've swung the axe and Yorkshire lost a lot of money yeah, through fines, fun. punishments. And, for and that's fine. We need to move We need to move forward. But mm-hmm. you'd probably want to have a pretty fucking squeaky clean record <laughs> yourself. And the other thing is delete that shit <laughs> off social media. <laughs> Everyone gets found out. I need to go back over the fucking Facebook things that I did in 2008. It would probably be like January 22, 2008. I'm bored, lol. <laughs> <laughs> Just garbage, you know? Just garbage. But but in in all seriousness, it, it's a I don't know. It, it's it's very easy. It's very easy for us to have have a laugh and go, oh look at this fucking peanut. Like, <laughs> he's cried he's played the racism card and he doesn't have a squeaky clean record himself. It, it does obviously it's more complex than that. There's more yeah. nuances. It doesn't mean that racism hasn't happened, and we should of ignore course, it. Of so, course, of course. Yeah, I, I think it's more of the um, you know the English cricket, and especially of course for the county and for Yorkshire. That, yeah, yeah. There's definitely been. Uh, well, you look at the tradition in the history of cricket, and we're kind of um, the 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 type of players that had played cricket for a very long time in class. That it, there there is a you know a sentiment there that needs to be broken down. The old boys yeah. club needs to be broken sure, down as well. Sure. So and and yeah, look, and you know that culture will transcend errors, of course. Uh, but it's you don't want it to be the focal point um, of whatever it is going forward. And, so yeah. and he did, and Rafiq did claim that he he was on the brink of suicide. So you know, it, it you. You don't want people feeling like that. Is is no. is is the take home message? Definitely not. But where also, you know, where where does it go the other way in the light hearted kind of you know banter, if you will? Where we're three Australians here well, of three we, we, of three different ethnicities, yeah, we, we, and and as yeah. friends, as friends, you might have a little <laughs> laugh, a little laugh. 
But if it gets to the point where someone's depressed or, you know, obviously there's a line there, but it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's sad. It's kind of funny, like in a, in a way that, that this has all well, kind the, of come out. Yeah. The way it's played out over the last week has ended up um, probably devaluing the story in, in what it should have potentially have yeah. been and as potential, as a potential to... focal point for change. Um, within cricket, in, within the English cricket, mm, than mm. what it, what it's probably going to be um, because of it. So. We'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah, what do you think that means for the guys that were current players potentially caught up in this? Uh, water for ducks back. I'd, I'd imagine like the the stuff with Root was he was I think he was there, but. It, he hadn't really become under fire. Well, I think a lot of it was was sort of a yeah, Gary what, what, balance. Yeah, what I Who? what I what I'd heard as well that was um, not that uh, well. Joe Root kind of denied, like, "Hey, I never saw any of this." Mm. Um, but then on the other side, he said, "Well, you were in the room, you in the dressing rooms, you're around these. You, there's no way you could not have been, or, well, have seen or at least heard some of this." So, you know, there's a, there's a little bit of uh, involvement there, but. Uh, I don't. I think they, they they'll come away with, without too many issues. And you know, Tim Payne's done them a solid. and he's gone, "Hold my beer, let me sort out this news headline." <laughs> <laughs> let you me want get some this, controversy. Yeah, let me let me get this bulging dick out. Yeah. And all sort of. Things, so. Oh, going back, I I couldn't come up with a um a Barmy Army jingle, but I did uh, Google Barmy Army jingles. We we got to fucking step up our game. <laughs> they have got some elite. Elite jingles. <laughs> you know, if it's Mitchell Johnson, he bowls to the left, he bowls to the right, he's fucking shite. You know, yeah, yeah. just little shit like that. Get your shit stars <laughs> off our flag. That that shit's pretty funny. Look. I can't, I can't wait to tune in because first session, they're going to get – if Tim Payne plays, be, yeah, of course. they'll get stuck uh, Of course there will be. Of course yeah. there will be. But It'll as be well, if chat. you live on a on a little island where it just rains all the time and it's miserable. <laughs> you've got plenty of time. Exactly. <laughs> you can sit down there. You know, Aussies are out surfing and fucking getting out in the great outdoors, you know, winning T20 World Cups, <laughs> fucking swinging bulging dicks around and, and, you know, poms are there, you know, writing little jingles, I guess. So it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah. Someone get at us in the comments with a bulging dick. Any uh, <laughs> uh, uh, solicited? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, not in the comments. Maybe in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, can we go through England's fucking squad? She's we're only forty minutes in, and we're, it's bedlam. Uh, it's bedlam here it on the Esky tonight. It is all right. Um, English squad is the captain. Yes, still um, form. Hasn't had to had to step down, captain, for his his role. But anyway. No, no bulging dicks just yet. <laughs> no, still got a few more weeks before the Ashes oh, start. If, we'll if any bloke needs to have a bulging dick, it's a guy with the root as the last name. Yeah, Quinton de Kock uh, <laughs> comes to mind. Right, uh, Nirishan Dick Weller. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a bit jolly. Let's keep going. Marks, finish off the squad. Uh, I haven't even started. Um, yeah, so after the root, we've got uh, Jimmy Anderson, Johnny Bairstow, Dom Bess, Stuart Broad, Rory Burns, Josh Butler, Zach Crawley, Haseeb Hamid, Dan Lawrence. We've got Jack Leach, David Milan, um, Craig Overton, Ollie Pope, Ollie Robinson, David Stokes, Chris Wokes, and Mark Wood. David Stokes. Did I say David Stokes? Ben Stokes. Ben Stokes. <laughs> you were looking at David Milan, I guess. Yeah, yeah I suppose so. Uh, look, pretty, pretty, 
It's a solid squad. It's a pretty solid, solid squad. A lot of these guys, the, you know, the big knock on a lot of these guys, Jimmy Anderson, he, he doesn't get wickets in Australia. He's only good yeah. when the ball's hooping around in England. Uh, Joe, I feel bad for him. Like, he's got to carry the English squad and he's played for donkey's years. He's going to have the worst arthritis when he retires. <laughs> it's weird. It's, some guys just don't break down. Yeah. He's, a, he's an absolute workhorse. Absolute workhorse. He's on, he's on that TB12 diet. TB, yeah. Vampire shit. <laughs> Anyways, Ashes starts in, in yeah, less than uh, three weeks. weeks. They're both teams are having intra-squad uh, warm-ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. a little, you know, three-day uh, sort of intra-squad. Um, and going, back, going back to Usman Harris' conversation, if Usman mm-hmm. hits 100 in that and Harris gets zero, or, or fuck all, so say barely, barely makes double digits. I don't know. There's... there's all, I think it's it's obvious, you have to be but, but there's some kind of politics going on yeah. under the surface that we don't know about. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I hate to circle back on it, but yeah, it's. I'd be interested to see what happens in that match and then what happens. It'd be interesting, yeah. but you look at the numbers and and Usman mm. is 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 your clear favourite. Mm. You look outside of mm. the numbers and whatever's going on. Yeah, you pick your back sticks. I think that's what you say. We'll okay. find out. Run us yeah. through some shield. I think we covered a little bit of this and then we'll finish off with India and New Zealand to finish off our cricket chat so far. Jai Richardson uh, in that Ashes squad. Man of the match, WA versus Queensland. Uh, these bowling figures, I think, is like when I was bowling in the backyard against the Invisible Bat, this is like kind of my, my bowling figures. Uh, this is against Queensland, mind you, a pretty uh, handy uh, side, especially in, on the on the stick side of things. Uh, 22 overs, 13 maidens, 5 for 23. He took a f- Michelle Pfeiffer and went for one and over. Thank you very much, Jai Richardson. Put on a few kilos, apparently, through winter time. He's bulked up. He's not the tallest quick of all time. Uh, so, yeah, hitting the gym and uh, trying to get that body uh, a little bit you know, stronger, more durable, mm-hmm. uh, and it's obviously paid dividends. Kawaja, we did mention it last week, uh, had 70, and uh, as uh, Affa mentioned in the podcast, Josh Philippi uh, made 129. Um, so WA win that one, and then a draw between South Australia and Tasmania. Not too much to write home about. However, Henry Hunt... The young stick, uh, I think he's out of Cowra, just up the road from us here in Canberra. 134 opening the bat uh, for South Australia. He's into the Australia A squad. Keep an eye on him. Uh, probably lot, not this series, but in the future, uh, very likely to uh, get himself a baggy green. Yep. India and New Zealand, straight off the back of the T20 World Cup. They, I uh, find this odd. Why do they, why do they turn around and like, let's play a T20 series? Uh, Where are they playing this, by the way? In India. In and India. it is winter time. <laughs> or going into it, essentially. Uh, I, and I can answer your question there, Sean. Yeah. Hey, must be the money. <laughs> well, I guess... I if guess you want to come to India <laughs> make a few quick millions. Well, I guess with the, the IPL <laughs> and then the T20 having to finish... Outside of India, yeah, to get some cricket to bring it back in India, the local economy, etc., 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 etc. I can, I can, I understand now. They've, they've probably begged the Kiwis and say, just stay over here for an extra hey, week, couple of weeks. Must be the rupees. <laughs> uh, India won. They, they love, they love winning in tournaments that don't mean fucking anything, <laughs> don't they? Won, won the first T Twenty. Surya Kumar Yadav, very good. He had sixty odd. Uh, Martin Guptill actually had a pretty good stick for the Kiwis, but not quite enough. 
Uh, so that is the first of three T20 internationals going into two tests. So when, just, do they, when do they play these tests? This side of the year or next? No, it's uh, like December. Yeah, it's in like 10 days or something. So, so they've got T22 and then T20 number three and then straight into two test matches in the Indian winter. Yeah. I'm assuming, of course, they're also uh, flying out their test players as well, not just the guys that played the T20 squads It'll that be would have been in the continent, or roughly in the continent. They'll be full, full, full strength squads. Which I find very interesting, of course, both playing in that uh, ICC championship game, world championship game in the middle of the year. Mm. Um, or say New Zealand's one zip. Uh, we think that should be a three, three, three game series at least. Mm. We're getting the, the other two of that in this. I'd be listening though, to Esky, mate. Though, oh, though on home soil for <laughs> India, there's no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Cla- classic ICCB. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking, just rinsing a bit of cash and mm. uh, and and trying to yeah. spin the needle towards India. Though, though it means nothing. I think if New Zealand can go in to India and, and win beat, away, win away, like, win at least one or two of these, they can, you know, that, that I'm going to say that overall series for them is going to have been won by New Zealand. Mm. And for me, that kind of cements them as the, probably the number one test team in the world. Where are these, these two test matches, they must be in the south of India. You, you, I don't, I'm no, look, meteorologist in uh, Indian expertise, but mm. I can't imagine that in the north of India at this time of the year, it would be uh, very beneficial to be playing uh, Test cricket. Kanpur, uh, would I predict that's that's quite northern, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. There you go, Kanpur. That's the first one. Uh, yeah, just getting a little Indian geography sesh here. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. And I guess that finishes our cricket chat for this week. Yeah, I think Bangladesh is uh, playing Pakistan, um, <laughs> but that's mm-hmm. about that's about it. A big a big week in cricket, obviously. <laughs> Surprisingly big week in cricket. Mm. It, w- it wasn't to start off. We were just going to talk about Australia winning the yeah, World Cup for thirty in minutes. Our glory, you know, <laughs> and then all this other shit happened. Was, oh, <laughs> yeah. fuck me. Yeah. Well, it was a fun five days, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Okay, boys. I think that means we now need to get stuck into the NFL and getting stuck into our NFL hour, as mm-hmm. always. Uh, lots of games to review, of course. Mm-hmm. A little bit of news to to kick off. I don't think we need to talk too much about Gruden. Uh, it's official, though. He's going to sue the NFL for... Uh, what, unfair dismissal? Unfair dismissal. Oh, slightly different ruling, of course. Of a, again, we're talking US bloody laws. Mm-hmm. Um, I think defamation's in there. There's a whole bunch of other things. But essentially, uh, a character, like um, um, destroying his character or some shit like that, sure. leading, of course, to his sacking. Yeah, so right. all all of that, um, considering um, uh, that nothing has come out about Washington Football Club, I think, it, mm-hmm. it's, the, I think it's the step uh, for them... I may Gruden's probably not going to get anything out of this, or, or probably maybe it's a settlement and they tell him to fuck off. Um, but the idea, I think, is it's the step in, like, hey, I was the one thrown on the bus here. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't send six hundred and fifty thousand emails. Yeah, that's right. Uh, there's probably a fuckload of emails uh, for other stuff um, that needs to be addressed. Sounds like all the women involved in their side of this is are not happy and they want a lot of that route um, out there. So I think. Gruden's doing them kind of a solid of like keeping this in the in the in the media. Going to have to take this to court. Um, potentially, they're going to have to disclose a lot of that stuff as part of that case to to get an answer. I don't know what the NFL is going to do with this. Of course, they've got 
all the power and all the money in the world. So um, Gruden's definitely got a big fight in his hands. Of course, not con- condoning his, his sentiments and what he said. No. He definitely was uh, fairly dealt with. Yeah. Just maybe mm. in the way it all came out and how he was dealt with. Possibly scapegoated. Yes, yes. So Just delete your emails. <laughs> exactly. Just delete your tweets. <laughs> in the middle of nothing. Show the DMAs. A much better singing <laughs> voice than uh, yours truly. Uh, but it seems to be a fucking common theme, doesn't it? Yes. Maybe yet, just don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to delete these podcasts. <laughs> well, if it's in writing, <laughs> it, it's it's probably there for a very, very long time. You put it on the internet, anyone's going to find it. Yeah. So that, that, as a general rule, um, that holds most, pretty that's, true. That's the most American storyline that I think we've seen in, in quite some time, isn't it? Oh, big time. Sue. It's just someone sue thing. someone. That's right. You stepped on my toe. Let's go to court. I'm fucking suing you. <laughs> you cut me off in traffic. Let's go. I'm suing you. Well, we might have to talk about Matt Ryan and toes in minutes, but uh, mm. from last week there all was my, a all my fetishes <laughs> and toes. We talked that's about a joke. that's we, a joke. We talked about your mouth and your misses last week. We don't Woo! need to talk about your fetishes. Hey, leave her out of it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so. Last week, a lot more upsets. Um, I think you didn't get your tips no, in. No, I, I forgot to do my tips. I got the away team. <laughs> and I got one less than you boys. So, uh, obviously, another uh, crazy yeah. week in the NFL. And how good's the product? Oh, week I'll, in, I'll week like out. It's just upsets galore. There's storylines. Some games you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? Let's think Lions versus Steelers. Yeah, that was really bad. That was really <laughs> yeah. bad. The weather, obviously. The weather played a part. The played teams apart. kind of sucked. The quarterback, uh, you know, Problem for the Steelers mm-hmm. um, with Big Ben being out. But in the end, it, well, it was still a close game. Went to the wire, went to overtime, mm. ended up in a draw. And it's probably li- fitting. The Lions won't go 0 17. No, they won't. They won't lose every game. Uh, they might not win a game, but they won't lose every game. No, I'm confident they win. They'll, they'll get off that donut. Uh, they're, they're probably the best uh, team in the NFL at the moment that has, doesn't have a win. Yes, all right, sweet. Yeah, I got it. Uh, <laughs> so, so who who lost? What were the upsets? Bucks, uh, didn't 49ers being Rams, 49ers, Rams. That was a big one. Vikings, yep. Chargers, uh, was Pan- a big one. Panthers, Panthers, Panthers Cardinals was massive. Mm. Eagles and Broncos were about even money, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's four four big upsets right there. Maybe, mm. maybe not quite as, as big as, as week nine the week before. Um, Still a yeah, fair few. A punter's nightmare at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, I've taken that into consideration for my tips this week. I was like, let's pick some upsets. Go let's, some wild ones. Go some wild ones. This is worth it. Let's see what happens. All right, speaking of this week, let's get cracking into the week in the NFL. We did have the Pats and Falcons today. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I was working like a dog, didn't catch too much of it. Rev- uh, rematch, I should say, of Super Bowl 51. And much like Super Bowl 51... Um, yeah, they gave twenty. Pat's got the got the what, got the cookies. Well, and the Falcons gave up twenty five points with no scores for the unanswered points. Yeah. So, so. The rinse and repeat. They've scored three points in the last two games and had mm. uh, sixty eight put on them. So yeah, they're they're struggling. They're looking bad. Calvin Ridley being out hurts, yeah, but no quarter. L. Patterson today big time hurt them. Mike Davis um, yeah. came out after fought really. Um, they brought out one of their other running backs. He's, he's been a non-factor, hasn't yeah, he? Mark big Davis? time non-factor. After after a really interesting, well, uh, but I think the offensive line is garbage. Like mm-hmm. um, uh, Matt Ryan had was knocked down nine times, four sacks, had the injured toe, as I alluded to before. Yep. Played really the second half, hurt. 
um, before he gave way to to Rosen um, to finish up. Before he gave way to Franks, um, they finished their philosophy. Philippe, fl- yeah, Philippe Franks. Philippe, <laughs> Philippe Franks. Never heard of yeah. him. One pass, one intercept. He's probably Frank, ne- Frank the Tank. <laughs> he'll probably never play again. Um, Josh Rosen, uh, he, he can play one pass and follow it up with a pick six, which sealed the game. Mm. Uh, I don't, <laughs> don't think he's got many chances either. Um, Patriots defense, full credit, looking have good. been very... Very good throughout mm-hmm. the year. Elite fantasy points today. Yeah, it's good playing against him in fantasy, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Especially after we jigged uh, the rules uh, in, you know, to yeah. get a few more points for the defense in our particular league. Thirty-three points for the Pats defense. Shout out Tom Paget if you're listening. Um, Mac Jones, he's. He's got, looking like a quarterback. We better talk about flip line. Besides that defense, which has looked really, really good of late, especially got all their starters back. Mm. Um, their offense, not with a really big name receiver threat. Um, you know, the tight, tight ends as well. Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers. Yeah. Henry. Henry uh, Hunt. As well for them. So um, they, they don't have a huge like names, but Mac Jones just does what he needs to do. He gets the job done. Mm. He did have rec- rookie moments in this, but hey, still looking good. He's won seven matches, and I think we we're saying before yeah. leads. Uh, well, he doesn't lead all rookies. He's he's got more wins than all the other rookies combined from their from, starts. From their starts, yeah. yeah. So so Trev's Trevor Lawrence has got two. Zach Wilson had one before he got hurt. Justin Fields, we think, has two. Two ish. Yeah, think I think that's f- the five. I think Andy Dalton was their their first winner. I think uh, Trey Lance doesn't have a win as a starter. Nope. And Texans. and uh, yeah, Miles. Um, Hasn't got a win for them because I think they had their first win with uh, week one with Trevor, didn't um, with uh, Tyler? So not Trevor. Yes, Tyler it's Taylor. It's going back a bit since uh, that last Texans win. I fucking had to. Yeah, it was week one. <laughs> Rack the back of my brain there. Uh, there's not much going on back there. Too much. Mm-hmm. Not not much in the front either. <laughs> um, anyways, Pat's dominant winners. They they got a what seven and five now? Seven four four because I think they've had seven, their bye week eleven. So seven and four. Seven four, no buy for them. Yeah, that's right. Seven four. Why are we doubting ourselves? Quick, ma- quick math on the esky. Seven uh, which four. Is, which the is Patriots are seven and four. Look out. Go on to the playoffs, baby. Bill Belichick. Good. Well, uh, what's the well, Bills are their main con- con- competition. We'll get to them in a minute when we talk about their Colts and they're kind of six and three. I still think the Bills are a better football team overall. But, but maybe we got to stop sleeping on these Patriots. Absolutely fucking us the, the Cleveland Browns last weekend. And this weekend against the Falcons, so the Pats, their defense, they've given up seven points in two games. Well, I think people kind of maybe slept on um, this team uh, last year, of course, playing poorly. Well, not as well as they were, but But half their their defense, you know, sitting sitting out with COVID. Yeah, and they haven't got – and, you know, give Mac Jones some credit as well, but um, they've done – even with the rookie, they've – you know, put that offense together for his skill set. So, big credit to the coaching staff. You know, yeah. Bill, Bill, and Josh uh, over there um, for putting that together to get them to win games, playing good, really good defense. Uh, that gritty kind of Patriots football mm-hmm. um, that you're known known from, say, Tom Brady's early years. I was just thinking that. Yeah, yeah. early years there. So that's, that's, that's Rodney Harrison, Teddy Bruschi, Richard mm, Seymour days. All big when that defense was just legit, and and. Brady was just the classic young game manager. Doesn't have to go out and throw 400 yards. Just has just to do enough. Get don't, some points. Don't turn the ball over. Run the ball well and play hard D. And that's what they're doing. It's like it. It is like mm. a, a young Brady 
offense. It's scary. It's scary. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've, they've found the perfect. It is scary. It could be another twenty years. <laughs> oh, I fucking hope not. But <laughs> yeah. well, we were talking about it last week. I think I saw it on socials today as well. Like Brady's first ten starts, Mac Jones' first ten mm. starts, almost identical. In fact, uh, Max probably got a couple of stats on Brady. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very scary for anyone that's not a New England Patriot fan. Yeah. Mm. At all of America, <laughs> outside of New England. <laughs> uh, anyways, we've got games to get into yeah, well, for let's, Sunday. Let's preview Sunday. We kick off, of course, with 49ers taking on the Jags. Mm. We did mention the 49ers' demolition of the Rams uh, before. Kyle Shanahan, I don't know if he's lost against the Rams. I believe not. Or, or he's like 4-1. He's, he's, he has, he's a crazy record against the Rams. Mike, can you find out Kyle Shanahan versus the Rams? I think... I've, he loves, I he loves the Rams game. I don't think he's lost. Because I believe him and Sean go uh, go back. They obviously, I think they cross paths at some point. But also being very young offensive coach minds, they uh, mm. there's a, definitely a rivalry there. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, Kyle just gets those boys, those 49ers, um, G'd up for this game. And, and it was classic Kyle Shanahan offense with mm-hmm. the running. Uh, Garoppolo threw 19 passes. Yep. Just fucking and, fe- feeding and, and, Mitchell. And who, and who thought they'd pound the rock against Aaron Donald and fucking Von Miller first game? Some, I've got to say, some of those George Kittle blocks on Von Miller this week. Holy oh. shit. Oh, yeah. There was, that, <laughs> there was that one they ran out left, and he drove Von Miller, like one of the best defenders in the last 10 years, drove him back 10 yards and then put him on his ass. Yeah. Buried Ooh, him. So. George Kittle. He's not just a... Yeah, not, scored a touchdown in that game as well. Yeah. So I think George is definitely back from his uh, injuries early in the season. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, which is a huge get for the 49ers. I think Fort Hires maybe sneaky good. Uh, they, they, I think they've been unhealthy. They were definitely unhealthy yeah. last year. Yeah. They start getting all their guys back. Um, of course, they've had their, all their running backs injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitchell, I think they found something there. We'll mm-hmm. have to see that. Debo Samuel is huge for them being healthy. Oh, yeah. He f- He's he big f- time huge. He fucked my ass <laughs> in fantasy. Uh, not, not in our league, my other league, where I'm one oh. and nine. Thank you very much, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad you listened to us yeah. talking about football. I'm as bad as you, your league with us. But anyway, we'll keep going. Oh, come on. I'm not too bad. Four and six. <laughs> in, that, in that league, um, oh, I think I have 60 points less than the guy coming first. So that's fantasy football for you. Oh, ladies man. and gentlemen, luckily, I guess it doesn't really mean anything. No, no. But in this game, they do take on the Jags. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jags... Played a pretty competitive game against the Colts, but of course did lose. Yeah, um, by a touchdown, I think it was 23-17 after beating the Bills. Maybe they're not that bad. Credit where credit's due. They've got some... Rookie quarterback. They've got pieces. I think we're talking about it. They've got pieces, got some stuff they need to build around. They're, they're a year away. Yeah, a year away, maybe two. Like yeah. they, they need to draft really well um, and pick up a few key pieces. And mm. yeah, then they can be in that conversation. Mm-hmm. I think... We've seen enough out of Trevor. He can definitely be a quarterback in the NFL oh, sure. going forward. Yeah. So, yep. um, yeah. Do they win this football match? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Even though Jags are at home, I think 49ers, hopefully they've they've got their mojo. I think that's what they needed. They needed their form mm. from 2019, not last year's form. Mm-hmm. The form that took them Super to – Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, the form that took them, you know, really deep. They're healthy. Bose is, you know, dominant again. Mm-hmm. Uh that I think is where they – that's a team they could probably potentially get back to. Um, is Jimmy G that quarterback for them long term? Maybe this season. But anyway, don't I think they win. The, I'm picking the Niners. Don't sleep on Jimmy G. He's been – the last month has been really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's been a fantasy weapon. 
and, and not in the last game because of course he's nineteen passes. Sure, but he threw two touchdowns, didn't turn the ball over. Still winning football games. That's what matters. Jimmy G. Yeah, Niners for mine. I would love to know the odds. You'd imagine the 49ers pretty uh, sturdy favourites here, Max. Yeah, dollar yep. 30-ish. Yeah, I've gone Niners. Uh, they are dollar 30-ish. They are favourites a dollar 34 at the moment. The Jags are out at $3.30. We have total match points of 45 and a line of six and a half. What was the match points? 45. 45. I like unders. Just, just the way the 49ers play. Mm. Of the Jags, just, the Jags just can't score that many points. So it would not surprise me if this is a bit of an unders game. And I'm making sure I do my tips this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, who did you pick out of the Pats and Falcons? Uh, the Patriots. So <laughs> way to. Yeah, very good. Thank God. Uh, so game two. Col- Colts taking on Bills. We alluded to Bills before. Mm-hmm. Uh, now behind the Patriots in the division. So they need, they need to keep get a win to keep pace. Mm. Uh, they come against the Colts who are at five and five. Um, did get that scrappy win over the Jags that we mentioned, but I think they're four and two of their last six. Yeah. From they, memory. They, they started off poorly and they've turned uh, the season. Yeah. Uh, getting on, healthy. On Jonathan, Jonathan, Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is the number one running back in the NFL. No, uh, uh, it took him, it took him an extra two games to get there, but yeah, I think he's like a yard or two ahead of where Henry is. Oh, it, yeah, give Henry some props. He's sure. crazy for that. Uh, but you know, Jonathan Taylor is leading leading Russia, which really helps Wentz. Um, they've, I think we've talked about Mark Williams in the past, Mo um, Ali Cox as well. Like they've got talent on that offensive ball. Defense is good. Uh, Darius Lannon, I think, got injured in against the Jags. Did he play? I think he played uh, Monks. If you wouldn't mind, Darius Lannon. Mm, maybe I think he got injured the week before. Anyway. Good defense. Do I think it matters against the Bills? I think it does. The the Bills have been they they smack the they the average against Jags and then they come out and smash the Jets. Yeah, they smack the Jets, but the the two weeks before that obviously had that shock loss to Jacksonville and that week against Miami, they weren't convincing in in that game. And that's probably three of the worst teams, of course. Yeah. Game, so. so look, there are some question marks around. Is is that offense actually that good? Mm. I think so. I think the Bills get it done. I think this will be a very close game. Yeah, I think this will be a competitive game. I'd be you interested. want the upset? I let me double check. I'm pretty sure I pick Bills. Um, I'd like the overs, but I think it's going to be a very high total match points in this. What is the total mm. match points? I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not certain on that. I think both teams have got great defences. Um, the, the Colts defence has really stepped up of late, and the Bills, I think, is the number one fantasy defence, at least, uh, if not the overall uh, best-ranked defence in the year, in the league this year. It's Muggy. Monks? Mm. Um, so Darius Leonard is limited practice at the moment. Pra- so. He's, pra- he's practising, so yep. play. that's... Can't that's be too serious. No. Um, I've gone Bills. Um, the bookies might know something that we don't. They are heavy favourites $1.29. The Colts are out at $3.64. Total match points of 50 and a line of seven. I don't mind the 50. I don't Yeah, I don't like that. It's. I think the Bills can put, we'll both, put up both 30 teams, plus. Both teams can score, but also have great defences. It's in Buffalo, though. I'm just trying to think. It's not super. Co- it's getting colder. It'll be, it will be. It'll be cold, but it's colder in You guys see the Packers game last week? Yeah. Well, true, true. Cold. Dump and snow, November. Yeah. Well, 
that's probably the weather. If if it's if it's very cold and any precipitation of any kind, which includes snow, mm. yeah, definitely big time unders. Interesting <laughs> that uh, that game uh, Monday morning here, unseasonably cold in Australia, dumping down snow in our Alps and yep. and dumping yeah. down snow in the northern hemisphere. Global warming. It's climate change. Climate change. I guess, yeah, it becomes more erratic anyways. That's uh, definitely a discussion for another podcast. Uh, Anyway, we've got to talk about the game of the week. We've got Mm. the Dolphins taking on the Jets. Uh, Blockbuster. uh, Both having seven losses apiece. Um, Jets, of course, were smacked by the Bills last week. Mike White threw four picks. Mm. Uh, Remember how he's saying, uh, I should have been number one pick? Yeah. And there's a lot of memes saying, no, you should have been... Number four pick, pick four picks. picks. Yeah, picks so, there were four. <laughs> he did get replaced by Flacco, uh, and then Flacco yeah. I think is going to start this yeah, game against the yeah. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I do like the tie that some of the talent on the Jets, but I think like the Jags, they're again they're another team that needs draft well a couple good additions to get there. Dolphins on the other hand, the Tua I believe is going to be the starter after mm-hmm. coming in for a relief. His fingers okay. He played the rest of that game and was pretty good. Who else is okay? Their defense been really big uh, against the Ravens. Yeah. Not too bad against the Bills the week before. Yeah, um, They've got a really good corner, if you don't mind. So, their you know, corner? Rhodes. Yeah. In, Xavier Rhodes over there. Uh, Xavier Howard. Howard, you are up. Um, yeah. Did you tip the Jets, though? I did. And, Thoughts? And it's one of my upsets, upsets here. Um. <sighs> I don't know. I, I just I, – I like – it's probably because i got a couple of Jets on my fantasy football team. Mm. Um, I, I, like what, interest. I like what the Jets <laughs> have been doing. Their defensive stinks. Uh, stinks. I like what they do. They've got some talent there. I don't think Flacco is probably going to get the best out of them. Uh, I think he's a bit past. He's absolute elite. But, you know, he, he can do enough to win your football game. He is a Super Bowl winning quarterback, of course. Dolphins, they just don't – Impressed me, and it's they're away from home. It's, it's going to be in New York. Um, could be a bit chilly up there as well for this. I just, I don't know, Jets by hair. Oh, this will be a close game of absolute shitness. This, this could be a draw like the fucking Lions Steelers game for all, <laughs> for like yeah, like I, I, I don't think this is a the elite football match we want to want to watch and probably talked enough about. So. Miami for mine. I think they get the job done. They've won two on the trot. I think their defense is stout. Um, but yeah, I tipped the away teams last week uh, <laughs> from not putting my tips in, and I did it just as well as, as you guys. So yeah, <laughs> disregard whatever I say. What's what's the money so on the other basically table? Basically, what you're basically what you're saying. It doesn't matter who you tip. <laughs> the away team in this. Yeah, um, I have gone the Dolphins as well. Um, they are favorites a dollar fifty four. Total match points of 44 and a half. And the line is three and a half. Don't like any of that. That's way too much on this game, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, moving forward to the Washington football team and the Carolina Panthers. Both teams coming off big upsets. Uh, yeah, I, I think a slightly interesting game because of that as well. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, the Washington football team, they beat the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Uh, very surprising there. Um, of course, coming off the bye, they did lose Chase Young with an ACL injury, which is a huge loss for them. Uh, they did pick off TB12 twice um, in the first half and held him to under 300 yards as uh, Monks has a big cry on the end of the table there. Uh, Taylor Heineke, uh, 
was pretty good. Mm. I think Anton Gibson, uh, for a guy with sh- uh, shin fractures, getting 24 carries and um, getting a tutter as well, did pretty well. Um, so that was a big win. And then if I flip, flip the script and go to the Panthers, uh, Cam Newton. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. I'm back. A, a little bit of gadgetry to get him back in the offense, but what he, he, he rushing touchdown, pass for a touchdown. His first two touches. Touchdowns. I don't think that's – they were saying it's never happened for uh, a guy in his – I think in the NFL, his first two touches. Yeah. I know a few blokes that, are, yeah, their first touch has been a touchdown, but to rush, follow up with your Rushing second one, touchdown, passing touchdown. And that passing touchdown was was elite because he's coming in. They're like, oh, we know what's happening here. Direct snap. Cam's going to try and fucking run it down our throats. He yeah. kind of just takes off to the right and just goes, Robbie Anderson on the out, on his on his tit. And you got to remember, this is against the Cards, and their defense has a lot of good names and talent on that side of the ball too. Sure so, do. Sure do. Um, and for them to get in there and they just... They got smacked. They got smacked. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't have... Kyle Lamari or DeAndre Hopkins. Their, their offense was a bit sticky. Yada, yada, yada. But their defense was basically... Their defense was fine. Yeah. And Carolina. The defense have been holding them together for the last couple of games, mm-hmm. yeah. I suppose. So, yeah. I'm yeah. yeah. So, Cam Newton will be the starter. So, PJ Walker, um, <laughs> only there as a placeholder, unfortunate for him. Mm. Um, Great maybe. XFL career. Yeah. Well, we thought it was the case. You give you give Cam Newton 10 mil, um, you, you've, you've, you're lining him up to be QB1. This bloke was the MVP... Five years ago. Yep. Look, he had a stinker of a year last year at New England. Let's no one's arguing that. Mm-hmm. But I think I think uh, people in Carolina are pretty pretty pumped to, yeah. to have the, the the bloke that took them to a Super Bowl back. Well, I, mm. I agree with you. Nostalgia is good, but how far does nostalgia go? Because mm. if you look at some of the Star Wars trilogies, it doesn't help you out real great. <laughs> oh, uh, are you talking about the last three? Because they're horrendous. <laughs> They're, they're, they're very bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Re- yeah, they yeah. stink. So, so I, TV I, I, shows are good, though. <laughs> TV, yeah, TV shows are good. Mm. But I, Speaking I guess... Speaking of nostalgia, uh, first six Star Wars, not too bad. Yeah. Look, Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> take or leave it. <laughs> so that, that, yeah, yeah. My point being that, you know, uh, him coming back and doing well in this, in this initial game was good. I just wonder how long that mm. they, they stick on his side. Um whether it's one, one, two bad games and others like... Yeah. So, so what you're saying is you've taken the football team in this? No, I, I haven't got to my pick in this. Uh. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I picked Panthers. Why are you hating? Why are you hating? Because I, I think in this game, I potentially I think they've got some talent. But I'm just I'm just thinking of the, the narrative, the long-term story yeah, for okay. Cam. Okay. Yeah, because he did have a pretty good start with the Patriots last season. Yeah, well, um, he did score 10 rushing touchdowns last year, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, and but, for, but for a team, just, but just couldn't so get, he couldn't follows, get the ball follow, going. Yeah, follows that storyline like yeah, starts off red hot and yeah. then plus he didn't have CMC on the Patriots and team. and CMC True. was happy to have Cam back. You could see how pumped he yeah. was. Throwing a little, you know, little dance move when, <laughs> when Cam was running his first first touch in. Uh, he, he's I just like say, CMC would be be pumped for, to have. Oh. Have Cam back. He can't wait for these RPOs. He's just like, that. let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. uh, Panthers, Panthers yep. for mine. Great, great uh, showing from the Washington football team. Uh, who knows? The NFL is uh, very surprisey of late. Uh, I think this game will be closer uh, than people yeah, think. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Carolina. I've gone pick Panthers as well. Chase Long's a huge out for them. Massive. I think their front seven, um, and I don't, I don't want to say. Uh, 
Tom Brady is the greatest football player of all time, well, the, the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Um, his one weakness is probably coming up against a really good front seven or front four that harass him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always been a little bit of a concern, but I think most quarterbacks have that issue when they, uh, yeah. they, they're getting under pressure. If a 300-pound man wanted to break my legs, yes, I, I, I would also <laughs> yeah. not so perform very well. I think Washington did enough in that regards to get that win, but without <laughs> Chase Young... This is a different situation. I pick Panthers. Fin- let's finish this up. What, what was your picking odds? Yep, I pick Panthers as well. Uh, they are favorite favorites leading into the match. A dollar sixty. The Washington Football Team is two dollars thirty six at the moment. We have total match points of forty three and a line of three. I'll probably leave most of that alone. Any odds of uh, getting a repeat on I'm back? <laughs> well, well, what's uh, what's Maybe Cam Newton anytime to touchdown score? Oh, that'd be interesting. Touchdown, touchdown markets, markets anytime. I'm going to say two dollars, four dollars. How many? I said four. No, no, I don't he's think a quarterback. That, uh, yeah. What have we got there? That is uh, uh, Washington football, football team. team. Cam Newton anytime two dollars twenty five. There you go. Probably you got a problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I withdrew, I withdrew from sports bet this week. <laughs> withdrew amount undisclosed. Yeah, was Who, it, was who's it, drew? Was the money you'd put in and then it had decreased and then you took out what was left? No, nah, because I don't have that much money in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, what's what's the next match? That we, what's the next match we got coming up? Uh, it's funny because it's true. All right, Ravens Bears. Ravens right. Bears, yes. Both, both. Te- this is a, this is a very weird one. So the Ravens, a few weeks ago, we're going. These guys are legit. Like these guys, AFC Championship game. Let's mm-hmm. do it right now. And then go out against my. They lose against Miami. Yep. A few weeks before that, they got smacked by the Bengals. Mm. Lamar's not happy. Is, is the other you thing. Reckon? Well, watching that, what I think he's 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 carrying the team. Essentially, that's mm. my, my mm-hmm. thoughts. Okay. He, and you could see some of the demeanor on that, what he wants, what he was trying to get out of, of we talk about the offense. Mm. Um, it just wasn't there. Just wasn't, whatever it is, it's just not clicking. Of course, they cut uh, Lovie and Bell during the week as well. Yeah. Um, so they, it sounds like they're going to stick with Freeman and Murray because I think Freeman's now, mm. no, sorry, and Murray's getting more healthy. Yep. Um, so they're we talking about deleting tweets. The other, the other bit of advice that you should take uh, from mm-hmm. a guy that's had a few beers on a Friday night, don't hold out. Yeah, sign it, that it, sign that $60 million it, contract for a couple who, of years. Who has held out and, and it's gone well for them? I'll wait. Uh, that'll be a challenge for Mux there. I'll wait. I'll wait. Who, like, seriously, who has? It, it never goes well. Yeah. Anyways, Le, Le'Veon Bell aside... The Bears coming off the bye. They're at mm. home. Mm. The Ravens don't look like the Ravens. Their defense a few weeks has been ago. a bit of iffy as well. Yeah, I any, don't. Know. Any upsets? They need. They need to click. Um, did I pick the Bears at home? No, I don't think I did. After, I think th- after all this hype, I did not either. I, 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 yeah, I think the Ravens still a better football co- team. We want to see the, that chemistry. We want to see them click. They need to get together. I'd, I'd like, I'm a big Justin Fields fan. I'd, and shout out to Joseph McGrath, mm. the, the Mac Dog, if you're listening, big Ravens fan. But I, I like Justin Fields. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing a Bears upset here. Yeah. Bears. You, you, know what? you know what? Fuck it. I'll, cha- I'll change my tip. <laughs> I'm going to change it. Bears are a little bit banged up, though. Alan Robinson and Mooney have been banged up. 
Uh, their defense has been a bit so-so, but it's it's Fields with his legs and it's David Montgomery with his legs. True, and and True. A, a reasonable defense. Yeah, I'll, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Chicago Bears, coming from a Packers fan. All right, so that's Ravens by forty guaranteed. <laughs> Marks, what's your tip on? Uh, Chris Johnson held out 2011. Oh, CJ 2K. Yeah. That was uh, But his career didn't last very long after he signed that contract, I don't think. No, yeah. so I'm just reading through the deal now. But he also, he also had one of the best years ever for a running back. It's probably true. I suppose in terms of he won because he got paid out bulk cash and, yeah, his production went down. Yeah. So he got paid more to do less. I agree. Yeah, you, you found someone that did well. Did. I'm surprised he got the accounting right. Jamarcus Russell. Apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because um, that's the reason they've got a rookie cap now for the, the NFL draft because he, he got paid. He got paid, and but he held out because he wanted to get paid and the Raiders basically had to come to the table with a ridiculous deal for him. He, he basically got like a, an Aaron Rodgers 15-year vet deal uh, as, you, as a rookie. That what did Jamarcus Russell make? Um, after months of holding out, number one pick, 2007 draft. Six years, 68 million. Yeah. Million. And what, for a what, bloke that what year we talking? No offense, and an excellent 2000, athlete. Two thousand seven, but someone that literally did fuck all in the NFL. Yeah, yeah well, in today's money, it's almost double that. So I mean, that, that was a ten year, ten million a year average. That's twenty mil now uh, for a quarterback. So hey, must yeah, be the rupees. That that puts you. That's a, that's that's top. Well, the quarterback market's going crazy at the moment with Dak and etc. Doing thirty plus. Um, but it puts you very, very high for, for market for money. Did he not play a down? I don't know if that's Surely right. Surely he played. Maybe this was after his rookie year. Oh, Jabarcus was all kind of fucked up story. Have a look there. Anyways, anyway, should we preview well, some games? We'll talk about that when we get back to the Raiders. We just, I think they're playing. Yeah, they're playing late game. Anyway, yeah. games. We covered, we finished this game. Yes? Uh, no, uh, we don't have odds. Tips and odds. odds. I changed the Bears. Odds. Uh, I went Ravens. They are favourites of dollar forty-two. The Bears are out at two dollars ninety. We have a line of five and a half, and total match points of forty-four and a half. I don't like that. I, Windy City weather yeah. coming in. Yeah, I'd say most likely going to be unders, um, but it's still a pretty low title total. Sorry. Anyways, a game that we won't uh, linger on. Oh, no. That's the next one. Uh, <laughs> this is actually really. This is, should be a decent game. game yeah. New Orleans take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Saints, they've lost the Falcons. They've lost the Titans. A few weeks ago, we were thinking, oh, maybe NFC contenders. The Eagles, after this game, they've got the Bills, Cowboys, and the Bucks. I do think the Jets are in there at some stage. But it's, uh, it's looking pretty iffy for the Eagles going forward. Mm-hmm. They did look very good on the weekend against Denver. Getting that away win quite comfortably. Yeah. You as a Denver fan? Uh, I don't know a bitch about Denver. It's a bit of a common occurrence. They came into this one very unprepared and played terrible. But what and, happened? And then Eagles after that smackdown at Dallas. Well, but, well, and I don't want to give Pat Shermer huge props, but he had COVID, so we had the quarterback um, coach uh, okay. calling plays for us. So we were good between the twenty, couldn't score points uh, in the red zone. So play calling was pretty average. But we really couldn't get anything going offensively. The defensive line was pretty good. We had three starters out. But our, deep, our 
besides that, the offense playing terrible, defense was shit. Um, they really? they were, for, I don't want to say unprepared, but they played a lot of man, mm. uh, which really didn't lend well to the Eagles and the Eagles, and they made it very easy, easily for Jalen Hurts to pick us apart, mm-hmm. and he played, you know, lights out. Was um, his completion percentage was crazy for that third first half. He's it, pretty good, man. He, he's yeah. he's not bad. And then adding the run the run option there, and they just killed killed Denver. And, and we played a bit more zone, um, start the second, and Eagles struggled a little bit. Uh, but then they got set with that and Jalen got good and they finished off the game. So the Eagles aren't bad. I think they miss – they've got a good front seven or good front four, but they miss a bit in the secondary. Um, I think they miss a couple of weapons on offense, of course. Um, Smith is elite for him. The Smith-Patrick uh, Satan battle was very good in this game. Wasn't it? I will, I will add. Uh, but outside of Smith. Of course, but, I was playing against Devonta Smith in, <laughs> in fantasy. Yeah. So I think Smith uh, is a... Where's his head is at? He's too small. He's too, too skinny. Too, too skinny. Yeah. Well, you, you look at all the, the number one wide receiver. Well, the first round wide receivers that came out, there's even Jalen uh, Waddle. He's a, had a great year. Waddle's too. going nuts. Jamar Chase, Chase is, nuts. is an elite wide receiver. Devontae mm-hmm. Smith. Mm hmm. And I think there's a fourth one, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But they're all been doing very, very well. Mm. I think Elijah Moore was first round, wasn't he? So And he's had yeah, a couple K- of good weeks. Kadarius Tony. Yes. And he had a couple of good weeks, too. So, you know, it's great, round, great for wide receivers the first round, of course. Do I think the Eagles beat the Saints, though? I believe I said yes. Oh, that'll be a nice upset. Yes, I picked them as an yeah. upset. Yeah. I just don't like what the Saints are doing. I don't like what they've got at quarterback. The defense is still good. Kamara was out last week. I think he's in this week. Yeah. But Ingram did nothing in the in kind of coverage. Um, he scored. He scored, but it, it, like it was It's not. He, it's hard to it's hard to cover for Kamara. Let's be honest. Sure. So, <laughs> so he, he didn't have a Kamara game, is what I'm alluding to here. Um, I I don't know. I just Eagles at home. I do like what Jalen Hurts is doing. It's going to be a close game of footy. I just don't think Saints got a quarterback to get them over the line. I have gone New Orleans here. I think the defense is still pretty good, although a little bit lackluster mm. the last few weeks. But I'm not confident here. Mm. I, th- I I do think the Eagles. I'd be uh, really interested in what the odds are going to be in this one. Whether whether the bookies are. I reckon this on might. The same page this might be an even money game. There you go. It might be an even money game. What's the draw play? Oh, Thanks. You've had a little peeky boo, have you? I have, I have. Um, so yeah, to that I have also picked the Saints, um, who are going to be the upset for the week. So Saints are actually underdogs, two dollars eleven. Eagles at in front at a dollar seventy three. So still close-ish there. We've got total match points of forty three and a half and a line of two. What's total match points? Forty three and a half. Forty three and a half. Yeah. Very hard to call. Yeah, it's mm. close. I, I think this will be a surprisingly good game. Mm. I just don't think the I mean, Saints have the right quarterback play to get them a win in a close game. The bookies agree with you, Sean, mm. apparently. So, yeah. Yeah. For what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> One where I imagine that the tips will be pretty unanimous is the t- Tennessee Titans taking on the Houston Texans. Texans coming off the bye. Yeah, well, the Titans got bye this week, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, did I, I fuck up? <laughs> I can see the cogs turning. It's all good. Very slowly. Very slowly, ladies and gentlemen. 
Uh, the Titans, uh, they lead the AFC. They are the number one seed if the season were to end at the moment. And they're two games ahead of the Bills and the Ravens. What's really interesting, I think the last month, they've beaten four playoff teams. So Scary. Just, and two of those games without Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Mm. Adrian, Adrian Peterson's done enough, but he, he's not the elite. He's done enough. Well, he's not done, nothing. He's he, done he, nothing. He, he's, he's averaging like three yards a carry, so he's mm. doing enough, mm. but he's not Derrick Henry. Let's, let's, let's no, well, no one is. No one is. True. He's the king. <laughs> so they beat the Saints last week. They had 264 yards of offense, and they and they won that game. Tannehill just been that game manager, not turning the ball over. Scoring rushing touchdowns? He did. It helps. The Jordan. <laughs> Air, Air Tannehill. Anyways. I don't know. But I think they've also got 20 players on injury reserve. I think Christ. I saw that. Yeah, and banged hey, up. they're banged up, but they're eight and two. Mike. Mike Vrabel, mm. like, give him yeah. shouts, uh, props as a, as a head coach. Like, he gets that team ready and they, they uh, like you said, they might not uh, get a lot of yards, but they grind out football games. Sure thing. Um, I don't think Texans are a team that are going to trouble them at all. Quite interesting, Je- Jeff Driscoll, who was a Devers quarterback last year, who's now, I think it was Lions before that, he's now quarterback over at um, Texans. Don't think... Well, he's 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 now three, of course, with um, Tyrod coming back as the starter. I think Mills will be the the backup. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually moving from quarterback to tight end, doing a bit of a Tebow. Um, and is he big? He's, I think he's six. Yeah, six four. Six I've got him listed here. Yeah, he's Did not Jack have, like Tebow was, but but you, you, you throw on 10, 15 pounds. It's it's coverable, like it's yeah. it's do it's doable as well. Getting that, um, I don't even know who the Texas head coach is at the moment, but he said um, that you know Jeff Driscoll's an athlete; he could definitely uh, change positions. Um, but it, it kind of talks about what well, my point of bringing this up is. It kind of taught, like alludes to or shows what the Texans are as a football team. Mm. No one fucking knows. <laughs> no one knows what position. No, <laughs> they're, no. they're 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 Red hot garbage. Yeah, they're a hot mess at the moment. David Cully is their head coach. Ah, that's right. Not well versed in uh, the history of David Cully. Well, I think this is his first season um, after replacing the the Pats coach O'Brien. That's right, the former Pats offensive dude. Um, as yeah, winning one game doesn't help your chances. As a no, no. <laughs> yeah, but they're a long way away as a potential contender. Um, Titans by a lot. What do you got for us here, Max? Maybe not Titans by a lot, but Titans win. So, yeah, Titans have got 14 players on injury reserve and about 12 players on the injury report um, Mm -hmm. in various stages of practice status. And they are the best team in the AFC. Mm -hmm. Go figure. Odds, please. I imagine they're pretty handsome favourites. Yep, so we're all Titans here. Uh, They are favourites $1.22. Houston is out at $4.35. Uh, we have a line of 10 and total match points of 44 and a half. Don't like any of it. NFC North, Packers, Vikings. Uh, Ro- Aaron Rodgers, come back. You know, he's immunized. He's good to go. Uh, he did lead the pack to... <laughs> you made me think for a second. I was like, he didn't get vaccinated during the week. I was like, oh, wait, use that word. Use that word. He's immunized, baby. Technicality. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, that, that's that seventeen zero win over the Hawks was, uh, you know, though low scoring. Some of the passes the Rogers threw in that were elite. Like they yeah. were so pretty. Yeah, uh, and we're talking tiny windows, like you know, a very small box that you had to put it in. And uh, he's he, a reigning MVP, man. He's he's a talented quarterback. We yeah. we all know that. Yep. Um, they do take on the Vikings in this one, who did have a big win over the Chargers, actually winning a. A, a game late. Yeah, a um, close win, close. Which, which they've really struggled. I think that yeah. they are the NFL leaders mm-hmm. for games that have been decided by a touchdown or less. And m- most of the time they've come out losers in that. Uh, the Vikings are four and five. Don't write them out just yet. They're, I, I think they're a good four and five. I think they're a really good offensive team, but they're, they're one of these interesting teams that have good offensive t- talent, but not not really there with the defense. Oh, they've got they've got pieces, but I think they just leak a couple too many points than they probably should. Possibly, yeah, possibly. Monks might be able to have a look at how many game, uh, how many points they're leaking per game. They've got pieces there with with uh, Harrison Smith and Eric Kendricks and. Well, like, I agree. I, I think they've got pieces there. I just think they leak just a few many many points. It might not be much, but I think they leak just too many points that then Kirk Cousins can't overcome. Maybe that's my thinking. Um, you know, I, I'm not to say that Kirk's a completely limited quarterback. He can score points. But uh, you, know, you know what? I'll back you in there. So, so gave up 20 in that win against the Chargers and then going backwards – 34 in the loss to the Ravens, 20, which is okay, against the Cowboys. Uh, gave up 28 in the win against the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Gave up 17 to the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, 14 to the... Meh. Yeah, look, there's, there's not been any game where, where the defense has played lights out. Let's put it that way, mate. Yeah. Doesn't matter against the Packers. Uh, Aaron Jones, I think, is the big news. MCL sprain. Apparently, it's not too bad. Doubtful for this weekend. Uh, sometimes, you know, a, a proper MCL, you, you're kind of thinking six weeks. Mm-hmm. It seems like just a, just a minor strain, maybe one or two weeks. And Rest I'll tell you what, AJ Dillon is he's really, he's really good. He's he's an old school Jerome Bettis, if you will. <laughs> uh, the bus. He's built like a fucking brick, you know what. Um, he, he'll, he'll pound the rock. Uh, I think the Packers get the job done here. Yeah, although, although expect it to be a close one. Yeah, and with my previous point with uh, Vikings uh, leaking points, um, I think the Packers, uh, though of course they got the donut against the Seahawks, um, I'm not a real huge fan of their secondary, um, and that's probably a strength of what the Vikings have. Shout out Kevin King. Yeah, he did get a pick, I think, on the weekend. Yeah. So um, I think this will be a good Good game footy, close. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if the total match points is over 50. Over 50? I would definitely take the unders on that one. Monks, uh, so there's two Packers here. Yeah, the, Packers. It's very close, actually, the odds. It is. It is. Um, yeah, so I'll go on Packers as well. They are favourites only just at $1.81. The Vikings are out at $2 at the moment. We have got total match points of 47 and a line of one and a half. And over-under immunised players? <laughs> <laughs> the line should be half. Half a player. Anyways, into 
Interesting point. Uh, so Joe Flacco is unvaccinated as well, but he's been uh, towing the line, wearing masks to press conferences, etc. And they asked him about it, and he's just like, "I'm unvaccinated. I'm not going to get into my reasoning why, because I think that that's not worth covering or distracts from the conversation of the football or some shit like that." But that was that was the only other unvaccinated quarterback chat that I could remember from this week. But is he on the Joe Rogan shit? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Shout out to Joe Rogan if you're listening. Had a, good po- had a good podcast <laughs> with Snoop Dogg this week, so check that out. Yeah, it was, uh, it was very funny. Actually. Elite chat. Mm. Anyways, moving forward, uh, some really interesting games here. Mm, uh, the late game's definitely interesting. Yeah, so the first one, Bengals and Raiders. Uh, two AFC hopefuls, both five and four. Uh, the Bengals coming off the bye. They've probably been a little bit lackluster, let's be honest, the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um but they come up against this Raiders team that's been through so much adversity this year. Gruden, Henry Ruggs, um, the whole the whole shebang, mm-hmm. and they had a bit of a reality check on Sunday Night Football, didn't they? In in their own house, the Chiefs look like the Chiefs that we normally are used to. Um, they got smacked down here. They do go back to Allegiant Stadium. Uh, How again? Can they get done here against Cincinnati? It's a, it's a, it's an interesting mm. matchup. I've got to ask you, what did you think of Deshaun Jackson's uh, reception fumble? Do you think he should? Well, do you think he was trying to turn it upfield? Maybe got disorientated or like like it's you, very, you, you think he breaks out and scores a touchdown? It's very Deshaun Jackson ish, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you get the good and the bad. So. Silver linings playbook. Shout out. Good movie actually, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, Who's the hot guy off the hangover? Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's my Freudian slip for the week. Um, yeah, they, they talk about Deshaun Jackson in that movie at the one yard line. Yes. Um, this is this is really interesting. I think it's a close game of football. But I have backed the Bengals in this because I like where they're going. I think what we've said before. I think I said it before. I said. Uh, I think the defense needs a couple of pieces and they went out and smacked the Ravens. And I was like, oh, they're, they're, they're here. They're ready to go. And then the following week, they, they lost lose their Jets. Jets. And yeah. he was like, what the fuck? It knocked me out of my uh, pick him survivor league. Yeah. So for that, I'm going the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> to bounce back at home here against the Cincinnati Bengals. In all seriousness, flip a coin. I'm not actually that confident. Who really fucking knows? I've got a few Raiders yeah, in my football te- in my uh, fantasy football teams. So. This would be close odds, I reckon. I've gone yeah. Bengals here, um, but it's a good close game. Buddy. It is a very close game. I have also gone Bengals. This is it, some bullshit odds <laughs> at Sportsbet. <laughs> no longer unofficial a, sponsor. Yeah, uh, it is a flip of the coin. So Bengals are favourites. A dollar eighty-two. Las Vegas Raiders are out at a dollar ninety-nine. <sighs> It's <laughs> under that $2 mark. Um, we have a line of one point um, and total match points of 50 and a half. Ooh, I don't mind the overs there. Both these teams can put it on. Mm. Anyways, that's uh, some good Thinking. listening. Cogs, cogs turning again. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Jamarcus Russell. Um, oh, back yeah. to Raiders. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So up. the wording of it was what tripped us up. So he got that deal without having played uh, an NFL snap. That makes sense. So he got the deal before he actually... He missed yeah. rookie mini camp. He missed summer training camp and then came in and he started played, for that. Yeah. He, he started week yeah. one. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, of course, getting a 10 mil an average. Um, $68 million. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Or even taking a snap. Good money. A lot of money. So we've got cards now taking on the Seahawks. Uh, Kyler Murray has been training during the week, mm. though in a limited capacity. So that kind of leads to a likely play. Yeah. But there is still potential they rest him. Hopkins still not training, so he looks like he's potentially going to be out. Uh, Danger Russ did look a little bit rusty in that game, mm. of course, coming back. i really not sure about the Seahawks and that team. Um, I you know, they got DK and Tyler, but they've got not a lot else. Um, Chris Carson, I think, still banged up. He is, I believe. Yeah, and their defense is not where it needs to be. No, it's so. definitely no legion of boom, that is for sure. That Did you know that was the first time that Russell Wilson has ever been shut out in his whole career? First time he's never scored. Going back oh, yeah. to the Cardinals, it's weird, isn't it? Because two weeks ago with Colt McCoy mm-hmm. at the helm, mm-hmm. they looked Excellent. Mm. And who, then, who were they playing though? Uh, they played someone okay, didn't they? Two weeks ago, 49ers. Yeah, yeah, smacked mm. them, absolutely smacked them. And then mm. last week against uh, uh, against the Carolina Panthers, Panthers did get off to a red hot start. I think it was seventeen zip at the end of the first quarter. I think they might have got caught up in some of the the cam energy, and they just got smacked. Yeah. They, couldn't, they couldn't get any of that momentum. And a back. very different game offensively for the Cardinals. Yeah, definitely. What do we expect here? Us, if Kyler plays, it's a big in. It's a huge in. I think they w- would win um, with Kyler in. I still think they'd probably win even if he's if, not. If I, I, I still like their talent and that their defense should cause problems for for the Seahawks' offense. I'm not confident, though, in that. You, you can't rule out uh, Russell. Give him another week to sure. get prepared and get ready for... And, you know, another week back from his rehab. Yep, in the Pacific Northwest. At home. But cards are 8-2 for a reason, so yeah. I'm picking cards. No, I tend to agree. I'll go Arizona here. Um, and if, if Murray plays, and that's uh, that's a that's a big game decider. The odds are closer yep. than you would expect, Max. Your it tip is. and the odds, please. Um, so no real confidence. I have gone with the Seahawks. Um, that's probably backing my boy DK Metcalf in sitting um, in my starting lineup for fantasy. Got ejected last week as well. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, a mm-hmm. little bit of uh, hey, going with Jalen Ramsey yeah. and, and half the. Uh, they have a bit of history, don't they? Yeah, Jalen Ramsey and him, yeah, they definitely yeah. have history. Well, yeah. One's the best cornerback in the league and one's top five receiver, in my opinion. It wasn't Ramsey. They didn't play the Rams last week, did he? Uh, they played. They, Packers, they played your team. <laughs> they played it was two. It was two weeks ago. Yeah. Didn't he get ejected against the Packers as well? Nah, nah. I think he. Uh, uh, he might as well. He didn't get any receptions. <laughs> he got. He got ejected from Russell Wilson's brain. Finish those odds off. Yeah. Back to the odds. So the cards are favorite at dollar seventy nine. The Seahawks are two dollars and three cents. We have a line of one and a half and total match points of 47 and a half. Ooh. Total um, match points. This is not a fair. Huge I, I like the Cardinals head-to-head there. It's early days, um, but we'll see. Depends if, if Murray plays. If Colt McCoy, yeah, if Colt McCoy is starting, then maybe, maybe the Seahawks is juicy there. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what else is juicy. One of the best teams in the NFC this year. Bulging disc. <laughs> <laughs> Go up, sorry. Go up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, played in the last two Super Bowls. 
The Cowboys, they were embarrassed by the Denver Broncos two weeks ago and they came out and they said, you know what, we still them boys. And they smacked the Falcons. We did speak earlier about uh, Falcons the suck. Falcons woes. However, Dak was very mm. good. Zeke was very good. Mm. CD Lamb, six catches, 94 yards, two touchdowns. He, he did state about him getting fined more than Aaron Rodgers <laughs> for his shirt being untucked. He said he was uh, – he didn't say – he, he was upset about it. He said he was annoyed, I think, yeah. was the words that he chose. I think the difference was, though, he's a repeat offender versus Aaron Rodgers, which was his first time offense. Yeah, sure, repeat well. offender of having your shirt untucked. <laughs> in. I don't know. Apples and oranges, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I man. also used to get in trouble for having my shirt untucked. I was going to say, yeah, we got school. detention all the time. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. A lot. Does it really matter that much? Nah, anyways. It didn't help. You still ended up being a fuckwit, so... That is right. That is right. So shout out to all those teachers that gave me detention for having my shirt untucked. I hope you sleep well at night. Uh, Trayvon Diggs. I bet he's sleeping well at night at the moment. He has eight picks. Dick the Night, Train Lane. He leads the NFL Defensive history. Defensive rookie of the year? Ooh, say again? Diggs. He's in his second year. Second year, sorry. sorry. Yeah, second year. So disregard, disregard. Uh, but I think Dick the Night Train Lane has the NFL record 14, and mm-hmm. this is like a 50-year-old record. Big-time record. The thing is, if Diggs were to pip Dick the Night Train Lane, he would have, I think, three games more, if if not five. Yeah. If, you, if you wouldn't mind, was it a 12-game season? I think it was 12-game from memory, because I think the in 70s, 80s, they went to the 14 and then 16. So they, there might the be a lot of interjection, if you will. Yeah. If it's, it, still, it's still crazy, because even in the modern era, I think Asante Samuels, Howard, and Champ all did 10. 10, 10 So yeah. he's so only he's, two away with, what have we got left, another half seven a matches? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, another seven matches. So. Yeah, just, just under half a season. Um, but yeah, Trayvon Diggs. When does... The uh, defensive player of the year conversation start for Trayvon. Say the bloke has twelve picks, be pretty mm-hmm. hard to go past that. Well, they they overlooked Stefan Gilmore the other year when he had ten, didn't ten, he? Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think he had ten for another. They had ten, the, the but he also won it the year that he didn't have that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. For for mine, who who are you picking though? Defensive. Player of the year currently. Before TJ Watt got banged up on, on the weekend, maybe yeah. maybe TJ had, had a stake to claim in it. But uh, I don't know. At the moment, eight picks through ten games. For mine, I think the best defensive player in the league is Trayvon Diggs. Mm. Well, I think he backs it well, up. What, well, the he most inf- maybe he's not the best, but the the most influential, yeah, the most yeah. valuable. How many touchdowns has he got? I think he's got two, I think. Two, at least two, yeah. yeah. He's in that conversation. He's got to keep it rolling. Big time. In terms of this game, a red-hot oh, matchup. Yeah. Let's go back to that. Chiefs, of course, um, getting they, their win as well. They bounce back. They look like the old Chiefs last well, week. Well, the 6-4, and four, I think they're top of the division now. Yeah, um, yep, yep. So after being on the bottom three weeks ago, they're now at the top. So last week, the Broncos lost, the Chargers lost, and they beat the Raiders. And they beat the Raiders. So, so yes. in one week, they can turn it on its head. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, look, they've, they've not been the same old Kansas City that we've been used to for the last three or four years. No. But... They're still an excellent fucking football team, and there's no reason why come February they can't be in the Super Bowl. Well, Kels has grown his beard back out, so he's finally got his swag back. Oh, so yeah, he said Kels. <laughs> uh, how he pr- how he prefers it to be. Yeah. Well, that's how it's meant to be said. Pronounced, <laughs> apparently. There's no why on the end of it. I guess. I guess. <laughs> 
This is coming from our expert, <laughs> expert in, in pronunciation. Fuck it, Rudolph. But anyways, going back to this game, we're looking at two red-hot offences going head-to-head and two defences that can leak a few points. Mm. Uh, pick. Chiefs. I, I think this is this is the Kansas City that that we know and we're used to. Yeah, they've had a few hiccups. Pat Mahomes had a month where he didn't look like, you know, an alien, Superman, uh, all the other superlatives that could go with that. Uh, I think it'll be a good game. I'm very... Much looking forward to this one, but I think the Chiefs get it done. I think upset city. Yeah, upset city. Uh, I, I, I was wondering how I start this off. Did I say fuck them? Uh, no, I think it was more. Um, I think they're pretenders. Uh, oh, so okay. you know, the beat, the beat the Raiders. They smacked the Raiders team. Raiders team. I don't think the Raiders are. You know, they're not one of the potential playoff teams. I think going forward, their defense is just not that bad, and then they come up against. Potentially the team that should have the best offensive in the offense in the league. Um, they've got all the talent in the world over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to leak a lot of points. Cowboys themselves leak points. Um, whatever, whatever it is, I don't. If it's in the fifties, doesn't matter at this point. This game's gone overs, uh, but I've gone Cowboys here to get the shock win in Arrowhead Stadium. Mark? Mark's the yeah. deciding tip, the odds, and your defensive player of the year stats. Or yep. opinions. All right, let's go with tips or your dick first. Um, yeah, I'll get that bulging disc out. Yeah, we, we love a <laughs> we, we love a good three inches of bulging disc. Hey, hey three's hey. generous. Hey, it's unusually cold for this time of the year. <laughs> uh, uh, I have gone the Chiefs as well. They are favourites at dollar seventy two. Uh, Cowboys are at two dollars thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got total match points. Let's go with that first of fifty-six. Holy Jesus! Yep, there's a few um, points. Oh, there's a, a lot of points. Um, which can make sense because we've got a line of two uh, and a half. Yeah, yada yada yada. Fifty-six. Yep. Uh, this will be like a forty to thirty game. So yeah, yeah, take the overs. Take the overs. Smash the overs. Yeah, here on the ladies and gentlemen. I will say, check the weather report. It is an hour ahead in Kansas City. If it is snowing, maybe change that idea. But if it's nice and clear. Take the overs. I need to get the weatherman on this, on this podcast. Mm. Um, back to defensive stats. So we've got Miles Garrett in the lead for sacks at 13. Yeah, TJ, is, TJ Watt's close behind him, 12 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can you do you mind looking up TJ Watt injury? I think he's okay. Like it looked... Kind of bad. Well, it's a f- it's a great segue you get there because we do have the Steelers and the, the Steelers. Chargers coming up yes. as the next match yes. for the Sunday night football. Uh, Steelers, of course, came that stupid draw against the the Lions. Horrible game. So they horrible game. They had Mason Rudolph uh, playing there. I'm surprised they didn't use Harrison just a bit more than they did in that game. Uh, but the Lions, they also stunk and did enough to keep the, the 16 all draw. Like it was it's a poo game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chargers, as we mentioned, lost the Vikings, so both mm-hmm. coming off semi losses. <laughs> one loss and one. Yeah, so it was lost for Pittsburgh. It was where yeah, they, yeah. they should have put it the line. It's Detroit. Uh, Herbert is a little nicked up. Um, he's got a oblique injury from okay. today and is on the injury report. I think he'll still play. I think he'll be all right with that. They'll they'll get him a nice massage and get him all ready for for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe. And Monks, you might need to double-check this for me. Big Ben is good to go from his COVID um, 
of last week. He should be back in the back in the team as the starter. Having said that, I'm pretty sure I picked Chargers. Yeah, Chargers for mine. I um, just I think just I just like their talent talent more offensively, healthy. Yep. Um, like the Steelers, Big Ben's had COVID. Um, I think Claypool's still a bit banged up. That really only leaves them with Johnson. They essentially got a pound and rock with Harris. On the flip side, I think Chargers have been doing pretty good defense. Another Bosa brother has been playing pretty well. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I like Chargers. I agree. All out here, Chargers for mine. Steelers at five, three, and one. I think that's uh, generous. I think um, Chargers mm-hmm. for mine. Sunday Night Football. Yep. Um, so on TJ, he is not practicing at the moment. Um, no word on if he'll start. And Ben Roethlisberger, current status is out. Um, still with COVID, I'm assuming. Um, but he does not need to practice in order to play on the game. So, yeah, he, game he, day. He just needs his negative chest um, tests, sorry. And that's probably the same for Nick Chubb. Who are the Browns playing this week, Peppy? Yeah, good question because they're not on the bar. Max, can you find that out quick for us? Because, yeah, Nick Chubb, I don't know, I remember, it's the other one that's got COVID, um, missed last week and potentially could play this week. So finish this game off with two charges, Monks. Who would you pick in odds? Yep. Well, maybe I'll find the Browns game for you. They're playing Detroit. We didn't, we talked about oh, that's probably why we didn't cover it. They're <laughs> playing Detroit. <laughs> uh, Steelers charges, odds, if you will, Max. Yep. So, geez, what am I looking at here? Um, That's fucking funny. Charges are... Fa- <laughs> just skim through. Lions game, don't care. All Browns. <laughs> In my defense, it was very, very rough notes this <laughs> week. That's right. It's all good. Um, yeah, um, I chose Charges as well. They are favorites at thirty-eight. The Steelers are out at $3.07. It's kind of short, really, mm. I, I would think, there for the Charges, even though we've all picked them. Yeah. <laughs> What's total match points? Total match points is shit. Uh, forty six and a half. Do you need glasses? I've got contacts in. <laughs> I still don't worry. And uh, the line is six. I think that's a lot of points. I'd yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, the Lions, the game that I did. <laughs> Lions versus Sub- Browns. Subconsciously. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think we've covered the major stories. We all probably pick Browns. Yes. Nick Chubb still on COVID. Uh, should I think he's? I think they. It's likely he'll play, but he still needs the negative tests and hasn't had them yet. So, Jonas Johnson uh, feeling in very nicely for him um, in that regard. So, um, I'm very happy with that. Uh, having both of those guys <laughs> cover off my fantasy team, mm-hmm. um, Monks, if you will, give us some odds. I assume uh, Browns by a lot. This yeah, br- yeah Browns, is, but this game's in Cleveland, isn't it? But Browns, they've they. Haven't been that impressive the last few weeks. I think Baker Baker's a little banged up as well from memory. Monks, get us some odds. I'll check Baker's status. Yep. All right. Um, I'll try and do a better better job writing up the notes next time <laughs> <laughs> when I see Detroit and my brain skips to the next game. That's it. Um, this this is surprising the odds. Okay. Yeah, if you will. Um, so I've tipped, I've tipped Browns as well. Their favorites are dollar seventeen. The Lions are out at $5.10. We've got total match points of 43.5 and a line of 11.5. Mm. 
So Baker Mayfield's status, he was back at training, but his quote is, I'm probably the most beat up I've been, uh, but I don't think anybody gives a damn. So, uh, <laughs> so he's, he's, I think he's got that, uh, that in his throwing shoulder, he's got a bad rotator cuff or something like that, but the, Essentially, he needs surgery. It's not going to get worse, yeah. and uh, he's going to see out the season, see how it goes. So, yeah, tough one for Baker, but as we said, Browns to get the win there. Finishes off Monday Night Football. Giants taking on the Bucks. Uh, G-Man, of course, coming off the bye. Um, have been struggling throughout the year. They're three and six. Take on the Bucks, who do want to bounce back after that shock loss we mentioned against the Washington Football Team a minute ago. They're currently six and three. Bucks here. I think TB12, um, he want to come up and show him up. Yeah, he doesn't lose uh, too often two games in a row. Yeah. Except in Super Bowls <laughs> to the Giants. However, Eli Manning is not at the helm. He will be, I'm pretty sure, on the Monday Night uh, Manning uh, yeah. football cast. Uh, Have you guys so caught much of that? Is it is it good chat? It's not bad chat. Yeah. It's not bad chat. Better than he has, I'd imagine. Oh, it's it's about the same as ours, but just with pro, like Hall of Fame careers to back it up. Hall so. of Fame careers, <laughs> uh, more articulate. Um, uh, more for head. Um, so, yeah. Mm. Uh, Monks, what was the story with a, uh, Antonio Brown having a fake vaccination card slash real... Genius actually, until we got caught. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't read too, too much into this, so you might have to... to he, got a, he got a fake card. He yeah. got a fake ID. Yeah, he did the fake ID, and then NFL was like, that's good. Um, you know what? So he's been found out. Yeah, by all counts, he's been found out, but I think his agent then said out, came out and said recently, like, uh, well, following that, and was like, he's he's vaccinated. That's just blood. That was just a blood test. And, yeah. And, yeah, see um, what happens. Who know, yeah. He, he knows exactly, but it's, it sounds like either he got the fake card to get him through and he's... Uh, eventually followed through and got it done, but who, who knows? But that funny, funny story. Funny story, like the fake ID. Um, well, she, well, Schefter reported it, so who who knows? Take you know. Well, they're, they're fining everyone for breaking the protocols, yeah. and if he's been breaking protocols, then that we say that we saying, Antonio, we got your blood work back. Yes, you are vaccinated, but unfortunately, you have several diseases that we would <laughs> like to let you know about. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Bucks for mine, Bucks. Yeah, Bucks, Bucks here. I, I don't think TB12 loses back to back games too often in his nah, career. Not at all. Um, interesting, Giants. They've been in prime time a few few nights. Um, That's New York football for you, baby. It's a big market. Big market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Bucks. Very actually, short. Very short here. Yeah, Bucks actually are coming off a back to back loss. <laughs> To the Saints and Saint, Washington, yeah, <laughs> true. and there's a buy in there. That's so like he's going to be off. TB12 is going to be extra oh, pissed yeah, in this round. Threw me off. off. There is the mm. buy there. Yeah, 40, forty bomb on the Giants hit incoming. Forty uh, bomb, you reckon? No, uh, no. Giants <laughs> are a bogey team for Tom Brady, so <laughs> it's it's always a risky play in this one. David Tyree has entered the chat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Chad, David Tyree. Hope you're well. Well, did you see the the Gooch interception this week? The Gooch. Yeah, uh, it was Washington football team, I think it was. The Gooch. You know yeah, what they call yeah. in America? Taint. The taint? Yes. The taint. Yeah. Uh, was, <laughs> was Did get called back on PI, the greatest ever pick that ever was, uh, with the, the taintception. Uh, <laughs> but but it, was, it was worth a mention. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great chat. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, give us a fucking answer and we'll finish this NFL chat up. Taint my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Tim Payne <laughs> Taint my dick Oh that's bulging <laughs> Taint 
Marks, uh, the odds, taint please, if you, would, if, you would, um, if you would mind. <laughs> if you taint mind. I think it was more sack and, and dick for Tim Payne, less taint. Holy <laughs> hell, okay. This is an episode <laughs> that might need to get deleted. <laughs> Give us those fucking odds, James. Oh, no, I want to keep this one going. Uh, sorry, no, so Bucks are favourites, $1.17. Taint the real odds. <laughs> Let's hope Tim was well groomed for this. Oh my anyway, keep going. Um, the Giants are underdogs at five dollars and ten cents. We have a line of forty nine and a half. Sorry, that's, that's total match, match points. points. It's a big line. It is a big line. Line probably of like four. Charlie Sheen line right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's like hanging fruit. Yeah. Eh. Uh, we have a line of ten, ten and a half. There we go. Bucks win this. No, yeah. Yeah. Bucks win. Uh, buys, of course, we got Broncos and Rams, the two teams we didn't mention. For mm. The Von Miller buy. Fair. Thank you. Uh, with that, um, do you guys want to talk about a bit of NBA? I need to take a quick wee break. Do you want to bring it to the table? I would love to talk about the NBA. And you can't not talk about the NBA right now without talking about the Golden State Warriors. Uh, mm. Steph Curry, we, we knew... We all knew. We had sleep on his Steph. Uh, but he's really fucking good. Um, the the Warriors, uh, what what are they? Fucking, they've lost one game? Two games. 13 and 2. 13 and 2 with no clay. And uh, when he comes back, it, I imagine we're mm. going to see old Warriors, you know? That's it. Um, going through the West, the Suns, the Jazz, the usual suspects. Can they go yeah. deep in the in the in the year? Time will tell. And the big story coming out of the West, I suppose, is the Lakers without LeBron. They're not that good. They're yeah. not that good. They really need LeBron. They're eight and eight. They're five hundred. Okay, it's not bad. They're in the hunt. Yeah. But he, he's a multiple MVP. He's arguably the greatest basketballer of all time. And when he's not playing, they don't play that good. It's crazy to think though, because they still got a really good lineup. Sure. AD, it's just Westbrook, yeah. but they all <laughs> yeah. they old as fuck. They're not doing what uh, the Brooklyn Nets are doing at the moment. No, jumping, well, jumping over to the East. Can you have a Google and see when LeBron might be back? Because I think that is integral to them playing well in the East. It's interesting. It's very interesting because no, there's no clear front runner at the moment. We've got, what, four teams at 11-5 or 10-5 in the Heat, the Nets, the Bulls, and the Wizards. The Wizards have been very impressive. Mm -hmm. That You know, Kyle Kuzma's out there. Spencer Dinwiddie's out there. They're going, yeah, all these all these teams <laughs> that didn't want us, you can fuck off. Yep. They're playing good <laughs> basketball. It's early days. It's, a, it's I, early days. I think the Heat and the Bulls um, being up there as well have just been, uh, like, really well, – I don't want to say surprises. They, they've – Rebuilt their teams within a year, essentially, as well. well get that. So they've going to the balls. Well. Zach Levine's a fucking superstar. Mm -hmm. he, take a bow. He's he's very very good. You can build a team around him. Yep, he's really good. And it seems they've done that. They've added the pieces that needed to support him. So yeah, that's really good. And um, I mentioned it before that I everyone sleeps on the Jazz. I just want to keep say the Jazz keep rolling. They keep getting wins. I think the Suns. Yeah, back in the West. Yeah. That but it's the same as last year. Like, yeah, but they're on a they're on a ten win streak. So yeah. that that was the point I wanted to cover. So and and I'm all I'm all for the Suns or the Jazz going deep out of the West. You know, yep. 
for mine, yeah, Lakers basketball, it's a big, you know, it's a big market. Warriors of late, uh, you know, big market. But I would, I would love to see one of these smaller, smaller market, smaller teams, historically not that good, in, in the Jazz or the Suns going going very deep. Um, but, yeah, it, it is, it's early days. It's does, early days. Does Milwaukee fit into that category? Uh, well, look, they're the defending champs. Well, that's my point. Is it's like a small. Are they a small market? If they are, they're the, probably the most. I'd call them a middle, middle, middle team, middle market yeah. these days. Yeah. yeah, we've mentioned Patty Mills at the start of the show. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we, we covered that. We probably do some other um, Australian chat before we do that. Monks, can you just find some MVP market for me? I'd be interested to see how Steph Curry has firmed because when we kick this. Off the season, off I think it was Joker and Bede were our top two. So yeah, yeah. I'd be interested well, to see what what Curry up. is playing now because be as you guys alluded to before, he has been playing elite. He's Chef Curry with the wrist, boy. Yeah, well, I think he's on track mm-hmm. to break his three point record for most three pointers in a season by about fifty. He's so a freak. He's a freak. He's an absolute freak. Um, Just going back to whilst you're chasing that up, uh, the last bit of work that you did, LeBron is may maybe back in the next few games. They, yeah. they need him back. The Lakers, are, yeah, as you said, uh, at five hundred, they're middle of the table. They need to and that's start. That, it's still it's still early in the yeah, year, but, but they still need to get on their bike. That is testament to how good LeBron James is. All yeah. the haters, all the LeBron James haters, yeah. in yeah. form a line. Yeah. Even at sixty years old, he's, he's still that good. And suck my dick because <laughs> he. I don't know how you can hate the bloke. Yeah. I don't know how you can hate him. Well, the hate talent. Is, I think. He had the same problem Tom Brady had for a, it's for a long time. Like he's, he's too good. Everyone hates hates mm. the fact he's mm. too good. Hates success, but the fact oh, is, Tom, yeah. Tom Brady's success is so far ahead of anything. He's just like you've just got to acknowledge the fact that he's the greatest of all time. Mm. You know, there's always been that comparison between eras and conversation of yeah, yada, Jordan, yada, yada, yada. LeBron. Yeah. But you know, he's starting to get in that conversation of the fact that it doesn't matter. He's he's just that good. Well, you could do your own podcast, couldn't you, on Lebr- oh, LeBron you versus Michael Jordan? Talking about it, yeah, definitely. But I, I just don't get it. I, and I think I think you're right. It's guys that are good for a long time and people, you know, suffer the consequences. Especially not fans of that team. Being on the other end of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. being on the other end of it. Yeah. Fair. Fair to hate. You, you know when you, you you walk in to watch a game where you're pl- playing against LeBron, you're just like, well, this could be a long evening, so... For us on the other side of the world, we we kind of talk funny for in, any of our American listeners, uh, but maybe we can we can kind of sit back and view it as a you know an outside impartial party. And uh, I tell you what, you LeBron haters, you need to uh, go to sleep next to a mirror and fucking wake up to yourself because <laughs> he's really good at basketball and oh. it's showing. Anyways, oh, big time. Monks, if you wouldn't it mind, is. Steph Curry, what is he paying now to be the MVP? Yeah. Is he favourite? He is by, by a long way. By a yes. long way. There you go. So What's he paying? He about? is currently paying $2.88. That might be good value to get it on him now. As one, long in as three, one, in, one in three. It's fucking 13, 14 games in. Yeah. As long as he stays. Oh, that's my point. He's, he's got to stay healthy. Sure, we, we know well. he can. He's missed a year, but. Yeah. Mm. Um, behind him, we've got Kevin Durant at $6 and then the Greek. Freak at $8.80 along with Jokic at $8.50 as well. I'll see if I can bring up uh, Steph's average uh, game line through 15 games. Is it, is it around 40-ish? Not quite. Averaging 29.5, let's call that 30 points a game. His, uh, his 
Three-pointers at 42%, if you don't mind. Uh, that's probably up there with leading the league. But he's averaging six a game, so that's, like, made. Hey, get, guess who's ahead of him? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Paddy Mills. Paddy Mills. Paddy Mills for MVP. 48%. <laughs> Marks, what's Paddy Mills paying for MVP? Paddy Mills for MVP. Thousands of dollars. I think you get a bit. And shout out to Jonas Valanciunas, the big boy. He's out of Lithuania. He doesn't speak a lick of English. Vakaitis. Um that's a semi-pro joke for those playing at home. Uh, I think he's he probably has put up three three balls. He, he actually leads uh, in terms of his three-point percentage. Uh, but in terms of um, guys that actually shoot the basketball, uh, it's Paddy Mills is is number one in the in the NBA. There you go. Mm. Oh, good. We'll take that. Speaking of Australians, we should probably talk about Ben Simmons. Yeah. Ben Simmons watch uh, mm-hmm. the week. Um, if we've talked about their marriage back and forth. It, it sounds like the 76ers are finally starting to cave in. We're not getting Ben back. We keep finding him, but it's just like, by all accounts, they've put a list together of 30 potential um, players they would accept in mm-hmm. a trade for Ben Simmons. So it sounds like that movement is starting to happen again. Ben Simmons is not going to be a 76er no. long-term, which we expected. Uh, how quickly he gets traded, unsure. I'm thinking month. Uh, I don't think it's going to be... Days or weeks. No. It's going to take a while to put that together. Well, obviously, a lot of speculation in the offseason. Uh, but I, I think the main step forward in the story is the 76ers have kind of given yeah. up on the marriage. Full-time divorce now. They, yes. the, yeah, the, the, trade's, the trade's coming. Mm. Uh, it's just what it is and when is the last bits of information. Yep, no, it, I think you're, you've hit the nail on the head there, Sean. It's more divorce than marriage. Um, might be able to see the kids every second weekend. <laughs> Any other NBA news you need to bring up there, James? Or are we all good to move into some soccer? We'll go from one round ball to another. Yep. Um, I'm happy with that. Early days, early days. But, yeah, looks like looks like the Warriors are coming in and, and there's a bunch of teams in the East that are neck and neck at the moment. So for soccer, we should probably kick off talking about Australians and I'll leave one of you to bring up the groups. Uh, we talked about the Australians drawing last week with Saudi Arabia, but they also had a draw, I think a one-all draw, um, after scoring early against China, mm-hmm. uh, which really has uh, put us in a tough position um, for our group. Yeah, we, so um, we dropped down to third, and it's uh, uh, in the groups. If you're third, you got to play against each other. The two thirds play against each other, mm-hmm. and then if you win that, you got to go play fifth from South America. Yes. So, which we, we'd prefer not doing because South America is a very good and uh, country our, for given football. our history of playing those playoff games. Obviously, yeah. in uh, the 2006 World Cup, Johnny Luisi, shirt off, let's yes. go. Uh, but those uh, outside of that, those very rare games, the the uh, World Cup before we lost to Uruguay, the World Cup before that lost to Iran. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so not the best record in those sudden death games. Mm-hmm. So we'd love. We would love to come into those first uh, two in the group. The good news, I suppose, is looking forward, I think we play Vietnam and Oman in the next two games. So Need to spank both, yeah. Uh, Australia Day, twenty day after, 27th of January, we play Vietnam. That is here. And then we go away to Oman. Hopefully, that's two wins. Mm-hmm. Then... We've got the big one. Exactly. Japan and Saudi Arabia to finish. So yeah. so two massive games. Uh, currently, Saudi Arabia on top of the group with 16 points. Japan 12, us 11. So if we were to go 
through and beat Vietnam and Oman, it gets us in a really nice position. It's going to come down to March uh, next year against the Saudis and the the Japanese. Late March, uh, that's that's when we'll find out our World Cup fate. But but must win against those those lower teams in Vietnam mm. and Oman. Um, boys, we were very short price here against China. They played it, uh, I believe, in the Emirates. Um, you know, a lot of the boys flying back to Europe. Yep, yep. Uh, maybe the travel paid some kind of uh, some kind of effect but in this. By one. all accounts, we played were um, not. Well, we drew, so we weren't dominant, but we had a large possession, of course, of the the possession. Um, possession, possession, of the l- possession. Large percentage, sorry, of the possession. That's where I was going with the two I'm P words. Um, and yeah, had a lot of chances and this didn't do enough with mm-hmm. it. Um, and then, of course, allowed them to have that, that goal late, which got them the win. Uh, 65% of the possession. Um, unfortunately, the, well, I guess it didn't really matter. It was a one-all draw. But nine shots to nine shots against the, the Chinese. Um, so in terms of creating... I suppose not quite, which I think is what they said. Taking advantage of of, of yeah. our time in possession. I think that was the problem. We we had a lot of the ball and couldn't turn it into opportunities to then, you know, score goals, mm-hmm. um, get us the win. So I think they're a bit poor, and we're, we're not impressed with the way they had played um, in in this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, so a lot to take away from it. They need to play well against the Vietnam and Oman coming up. Um, set themselves up for that match against Japan, which is probably the biggest one. Yeah, huge. Yeah, get that win that puts you most likely in second spot. A lot of teams in Europe uh, cemented their their spot in the World Cup. Um, so, just in the last week, we had France, Belgium, Croatia, mm-hmm. Spain, mm-hmm. Serbia, England, Switzerland, and the Netherlands all book their ticket. To go to Qatar, um, and then over in uh, South America, we had um, Brazil and Argentina uh, booking their ticket. Uh, Europe's Europe's quite interesting at the moment. There's a few heavyweights that have still got a bit of work to do. The uh, the defending European champs in Italy still got a bit to do to get out of uh, their group. Uh, Portugal is uh, is behind Serbia at the moment, so they've got a bit to do. Um, who else do we have? He's had Italy behind Switzerland there. That's right. Um, Russia and Poland still a little bit to do. Um, so looking at that that second place teams at the moment, we've got Portugal, Scotland, Italy, Russia, Sweden, Wales at the moment that would go through uh, to the to the semis, and then Turkey, Poland, uh, Macedonia, and Ukraine in the hunt. Um, so yeah, a few few big names there coming out of Europe that still have got a bit of work to do. Uh, I wonder how we would go as Australians if we had to play against those teams every week. Uh, well, there's a reason we play against the Asian teams now, not the South American ones. <laughs> yeah, we, we wanted out of that pretty quick. Anyway, uh, speaking of Europe, we should probably talk about uh, the EPL. There's a round coming up, of course, of games. The biggest game is probably the Liverpool versus Arsenal game, which is four versus five currently on the table. Arsenal uh, going in the right direction. Yeah, they've they strung start, a whole they bunch of wins together. Really, really ordinary, and they have uh, they're, they're, they're going in the right direction. Um, yeah, the rest, the rest of the games this weekend, quite interesting from the fact that there's a lot of. Um, 
uh, well, there, there's one 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 team that's higher on the table, and the other teams like ten positions behind. There's not a really good close matchups between any of the other games besides this one we just mentioned. Um, so, so you think if I put a multi on all the uh, favourites, I'll probably come out winner. That's <sighs> high chance, high chance to do that. So what are the, some of the other matches there? Leicester um, Chelsea is is massive. Um, that's the early game. Yeah, but I think Chelsea's higher and Leicester's fallen down a bit there. Yes, the yes. Of ninth now. Yes, Chelsea, Chelsea leading the league at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they've only had the one loss to uh, the the blue team in Manchester. Mm. But look, Leicester might be able to. Sneak a home draw or something. Uh, in terms of other big games, you mentioned Liverpool and Arsenal. Uh, United need to get a win at Watford. Mm. They've uh, really dropped off in their last few and games. And they should beat Watford, you would think. And then uh, some, some massive late games on Sunday. Man City and Everton and Tottenham and Leeds coming up. Uh, they're starting, starting to get to the midway point, I suppose, of the EPL um, so be interesting to see what happens there. Um, and yeah, we, we won't know in terms of World Cup um, international football for another few months. And I don't think there's another round of Champions League for another week as well. That's not till next in next weekend. Mm-hmm. Midweek. Yeah. Uh, so AFL draft, baby. It's this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we look at the draft, uh, so. If you way pull up some prospects and potential locations, mm-hmm. the quick two notes: um, the AFL, the I don't even know if they've got an official name. The the you know Division One, whatever you want to call it, the Pro League for AFL, um, the top league, uh, uh, the AFL. Well, no, no. The, so <laughs> AFL itself, um, the pro- professional league for Australian football, has mandated. Uh, vaccination. So then the second tier, so like the VFL, mm-hmm. um, they also have been, uh, well, have set the same mandate. It's come to, through the AFL uh, governing board, let's say. Uh, so the second tiers will have to uh, also be vaccinated mm-hmm. uh, to no jab, no play. Um, it was interesting. We mentioned the draft. None of the draft picks have said that they are unwilling to get the jab. It wouldn't surprise me if a lot of them already have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Being Victoria, South Australia, of course, being a little bit behind on their uh, jab rates compared to the East Coast. But, of course, less COVID over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, a little bit of notes for North Melbourne. They're finally out of debt, which was a big bit of a big story. 35 years, isn't it? Yeah, 1987 well. was the last time. So they've obviously had a lot of money they've had owed and had to work their way out of them. But as a club, um, you know, close to being removed or in and out of the, the top league, as I mentioned before, mm. uh, now finally out of debt is a really big move and an accomplishment. So speaking of mm. draft, go back to that AFL. Mm. What's what's the go with the top prospects? Well, Dacos will go first. It seems um, Collingwood have got their eyes on the father son uh, yep. prodigy. There, I was I was watching a few highlights, and he's he's silky. Mm-hmm. He's very silky. Uh, two is kind of interesting. We're going to see some kind of battle, I suppose, between North Melbourne and uh, and Western Bulldogs will want to jump up and and get the son. Of uh, of Luke Darcy, mm. um, and then the the, the first non father son uh, sort of prospect is um, Horn Francis, 
you'd imagine North Melbourne take him, what they will have to give, you know, what they can leverage, I suppose, to get him will be interesting. Um, and then it's it'll probably be open slather, I imagine, after the first three picks. Well, that's it really for AFL. That draft, of course, happening on Wednesday next week. Wednesday night, um, yep. Mm-hmm. There's not a huge amount of other news ongoing, and same for the NRL. There's a few movements here and there for signings. For the Army kick-out. Yeah, potentially going to Bulldogs. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's done. Done, done it? deal, yeah. um, if you believe the security camera photos, so, <laughs> which is an interesting story, but... I did see a Photoshop of Trent Barrett with the Villiard kick out haircut. Uh, so I imagine yeah. uh, that's definitely yeah. happened. I think the other big news was <laughs> Papa Lili, uh, Eels second rower going to the West Tigers. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. For a decent pay increase for him. Yeah. Uh, I think he's on 150 grand this year. Uh, they got him for an absolute bargain from the New Zealand Warriors and he played out of his skin this year. I guess it's final round time. Final round. We should kick ding, it ding. Uh, UFC, as always, uh, Max Holloway, as we talked about last week against Rodriguez, was the big fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ended up being a five-round war. Uh, Rodriguez really did dominate, so the first and second round. Those leg kicks were, were nasty, really beat up Holloway's leg. But You see his foot? Yeah. Oh, afterwards, like how swollen it was for how many leg kicks. <laughs> like it, that's It's mental. I'll um, give you a visual. I'll give you a visual. Yeah. But that, that was Yair's foot. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, obviously you're just listening to my voice. I've got the image. Double the size of what it was. When it's, it's it's swollen. It's puffy. It's purple. It's it's bleeding. It's broken. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's because it was inflicting a lot of damage. Kicking the leg of Max. On Max Holloway. But I could give Max credit though. The round three, four, and five, he really showed that championship heart. Got back into this. Got is, a number of takedowns as well throughout who, that. Who so. has who has better cardio than Max Holloway in the UFC? Uh, no one. No mate. one. No. But Diaz? no, maybe there's there's a but, shout. There's but a shout I think there. there's a difference though. They might have the same cardio, but do they have the same output? No one's got that same no, that yeah. that yeah. that combination of mm-hmm. the two of them. So that's true. Yeah, Max. As we said, kind of landed landed his jab, landed the takedowns, showed a bit of his wrestling. You don't usually see. Yeah, very unusual. Um, you know, got the decision win this, uh, deservedly so. Still the number one title contender, I believe, in featherweight. Um, that trilogy against Volk looks like the most <laughs> likely uh, next but fight for... Dana, Dana did hint at that. Yeah. Uh, um, I think Max wants Connor for, for, that, for that money. He said he's on a short list. Yep. I kind of sent back a video him being a you know staunch kind of cook yeah. fuck at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah. Well, yeah, he does have the win over Holloway, and that's uh, one of the very few mm. losses for Holloway. So to potentially get a win there, I know Michael Chandler has been in that conversation um, for Connor. I think Connor's very much looking for a guy that wants to stand up and bang with him. Mm. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that goes. But Max. Well, I'd be interested to see what Volk wants to do because yeah, sure. Uh, out, Max is like the next in line. There's, there's, he's, he's clear to everyone but, else. And so. also, Volk's Volk is within his rights to say, "Look, I've beaten this guy twice. Mm-hmm. Sure, there was a little bit of conjecture around the probably the first yeah. fight. Yeah, could have gone either way. Yeah. But, but maybe our Aussie boy from from fucking Wollongong up the road from us here on the Esky, maybe he has got 
an argument to say, look, I've been this guy twice, give me someone else. Yeah. Problem is, there's not really too much else there. Yes, yeah, yeah, who else is there? Yeah. Who else is there in a featherweight floating around? What's what's two, three, and four? Yeah, so Holloway, Ortega, uh, and then we've got Rodriguez, and then Sung Jung. Yeah, so, so, so Ortega just got his ass beat by by Volkanovski. Fal- mm. It was close. Mm. Yeah, it was close. And then and then Holloway just beat Yeah, yeah. So, so the likely the likely fight is a trilogy. Yes. Yeah. And also, no disrespect to Yai Rodriguez. He showed up. Yeah. Those first two rounds may have won both yeah. of them. He came off uh, almost he, a two-year layoff, I believe. Nearly two years out of the game. He's tough as fuck. Yeah. Um, Max Holloway, you know, mm-hmm. being the good bloke that he is, uh, you know, said, you know, all props, all props to Yai. He came mm-hmm. out and, and they had Boy, a, they had a, they had you a saw the picture of them in the ambulance afterwards? Like they, both of them together. Yeah, or both beat up. And yeah, like, Max's face. Like, yeah, yeah, Max's face, look at that. Yeah, they, they both yeah. ate shots. Right eye tagged, his nose is swollen. It was an excellent fight. Let's yeah, just, uh, it was. Both yeah, warriors, both yeah. both likeable dudes. Mm. It's hard to hate anyone there at Featherweight at the moment, to be honest. No, like it's it's one of the really good divisions. Problem is though, it's it's Falcon Holloway, and there's a big gap between it everyone dro- else. It drops so. off. It drops off. Yeah, they really need someone to kind of start working their way into that conversation. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, those those two will end up fighting each other for the next decade at this rate. <laughs> uh, ten fight trilogy. Yeah, well, it's not a trilogy. <laughs> anyway, what would you call that? Ten I don't fights. have no idea. De- 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 decology. Series. Decology. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what else happened in this one? What happened with Ben Rothwell, Peppy? I don't know. Well, Mark's actually had this. What happened to Ben Rothwell? So, I don't know what happened. I just saw little bits here and there on social media. I know, I know Ben highly. lost by knockout slash TKO. Yeah, so um, I guess Delima was, was all over him. Um, and he actually, I don't know if it was a hook or something, but he actually knocked Rothwell out. Oh. And then Herb Dean had shot in to pull Delima off, mm. but Delima was still falling down on Rothwell and punching him. And... Herb Dean just kind of backed off. Like, and just let him go. Just, just let him go. Just keep Cross. fighting. And then the Lima himself actually like stood up and like looked back at Herb Dean like, you're calling this fight or what? Because <laughs> this guy's knocked out. Yeah, He's like right. on the ground. Yeah, Herb's um, had a few of those of recent. Um, can you get any footage? Yeah. yeah. Uh, see if you can find that find for it. us. It's, we talk about uh, athletes and fighters kind of reaching their – you know, they, they start to lose it a little bit. They lose they start some to of that. Drop off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you reckon yeah. the same happens for referees? Yeah. Just on my own personal experience, that was probably me at about 13, 14. Just well, you have to have talent to start with. Yeah. I, I think, <laughs> for, and may, maybe okay, it's yeah, just, absolutely. it's just, you know, a big, a big fish in a little pond. Yeah. You know, I thought I was destined, destined to be, you know, some kind of <laughs> cricketer or, you know, f- footballer <laughs> or. <laughs> Dribbler on an on a on an esky after a few beers on a Friday night, and then you just drop off. Yeah. Do you think that's that's what's yeah. happening with Herb Dan? Potentially, like it's only within the say the last year, maybe eighteen months. It's mm. just a couple of decisions. Just like, hey, what are you doing? Um, do they does a ref have form? Maybe like he's just in a rough patch oh, at the moment. Form guy lost lost his confidence. He's older. Sense. He's older than you'd think. Fifty one years of age. Yeah, well, you want a guy that's – he's probably – well, he's ref UFC for at least 20 years. Like, he's mm. got the experience. Definitely. He knows the fight game in and out. It's just whether um, 
yeah, maybe the couple of those decisions haven't really, or a couple of decisions he's made haven't gone his way. Media is beating it up. Is he just gun shy? Like it happens. He just needs to, maybe he's just lost his mojo a little lost bit. Lost a little bit of confidence. Yeah. So we've got the fight here. We're watching here. I think uh, Rothwell's coming off a bit of a big layoff too. So so Delima's got Rothwell on uh, the yeah, edge of the cage here oh. and he is throwing him. Ah. He, he so Roth, I, will, I, will, I will give him the credit. Rothwell he's, knocked was, a, he's not knocked out. Yeah, uh, Rothwell was going down and then yep. kind of stabled himself and came back to it and grabbed on. So, yeah. But he was knocked out. Oh, he, was, he, he was falling down. Yeah, he was. If you if, just watch it again, it's it's one of these rights. These he's hook, good these there. Hooks, these hooks are sort of he's getting him. There. It's the right. It's one. a right one. Oh no, right left there. He see so he sees him dip, but then he stabilizes and grabs. I don't think he's unconscious. It's not the worst. It's not the worst one I've no. seen. So um, tell you what, shout out to any blokes out there with a dad bod uh, <laughs> that, that want to aspire to be heavyweight fighters. These guys look. Let's be honest. A lot of power. Mm. I wouldn't want to run into him well, in that's a, a back alley. Right. But uh, also, Three, four, five, don't think they'll be on the cover of Men's Health anymore. Seven, eight, nine, ten. There's he's, at least ten straight shots he's, he's, he's taken. Yeah, he take. He, he was winning that fight. Let's be honest. Him. So yeah. it's it's a fair decision in the end. Um, was that thirty seconds into the fight? Oh, or thirty um, seconds left in the first round. That yep. was thirty seconds. No, yeah, you are right. Thirty seconds. Yep. Thirty in. seconds yep. into the fight, it counts down. Yeah. Yep. TKO, 32 seconds. Yeah. Um, Rothwell, I think, was coming off a big layoff too. So no, he he actually last fought May this year. Um, for that? Did he win that fight? He won yeah. that fight. Yeah, uh, Chris, Chris Barnett. Barnett. Uh, the, the bloke that did the fucking spit, the, the flip and the spinning yeah, yeah. back kick. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Chris Barnett, shout out. He fought last well, – sorry, before that fight, he last fought in 2020. Marcin um, Tybura, who is a top 10 heavyweight mm. at the moment. Yeah. So – and he had, he had two fights in 2020 – so against uh, Vincent who's a fucking absolute yeah. physical specimen, and Stefan Struve. So look, he's, I guess uh, he, uh, he's yeah. not past it, Ben. No, Riffle. no, I think he's kind of fallen off though. When Junior Santos kind of um, ended his run at the where he was potentially mm. uh, looking at a title shot, that and yeah, I guess he's just lost, um, fallen from memory. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway. He's I guess sort of that gatekeeper, I suppose. Yeah, a little bit, a little um, bit. You don't want to be a gatekeeper in the heavyweight division, though. No. And Just ask Chick Congo. Um, yeah. He's 40. Well, I don't know if we mentioned that, but... Yeah. yeah Get so back there. 40 years of age. Jeez. We've done a lot with our lives, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's UFC. F1, boys. No, oh, no, boxing. 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 You, 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 you jump on over our boys, too, Sue. Like, come on, man. Like, I, uh, I've got a bulging disc. <laughs> Not that Tim, different Tim. Sorry. Uh, um, Tim Sue. Uh, the way he fought, though, on this would probably give you a bulging disc if oh, you're yeah. a boxing fan, especially <laughs> oh, yeah. Australian boxing fan. Uh, it, so Sue landed a lot of really nice clean-up cuts in this. The biggest problem, he couldn't get the finish, and then the last mm. couple of rounds he did coast uh, towards the end of this fight, which a lot of people weren't super happy with because no. um, they really wanted him to get the finish. Um, wanted to see that knockout. Yeah, but they're, they're the Japanese fighter, and I'm going to struggle giving that name. Uh, I wrote it out. Go, give it to me. Takeshi Inoue. Inoue. Uh, give him some credit. has an iron head, uh, really ate a lot of punishment, 
Um, and Zoo afterwards uh, very much did the same thing. It was like punching, punching concrete. So um, it's it's unfortunate he doesn't get the, the knockout and the flashy knockout sell to the American crowd because he is the so so Tim Arboy is he's the mandatory for the WBO Super Middleweight Champion ship, of course. Uh, but Carlo, who is that holder of that belt. Uh, oh, sorry, not Carlo. Uh, Castano. Castano. C- Castano is the whole of the belt. Is now looking for a rematch against Carlo for a unification because he they ended up in a split decision draw in their recent matchup, um, which they're looking at that for February March, which was where Tim was looking for his title weight, um, super middleweight title fight shot. Uh, so main team probably have to either maybe fight on that undercard or wait for his his chance. Maybe if he, my point being, maybe if he's flashy, knockout, that gets shown all over Sports Center in the US. They start talking about the hype, but the money's there and, yeah, he goes over to America, fight, has his first fight overseas um, for, for the belt. He deserves it. He's 20 and 0. He's the mandatory, so he will, yeah. he will get yeah. it at some point. It's just when. Um, there is... Uh, so um, Charlo also has his mandatory as well. So if it's, I think he's IBF. So if they force him to do his mandatory, then of course that frees um, uh, up uh, the well, the rematch can't happen and frees mm-hmm. frees him up to, for then Tim to have his potential title fight there. So a lot of stuff to be sorted out in the boxing world. I think the main thing is, congrats to for the big win. Yep. Bummer, we didn't get the flashy knockout. Love some of his work. He, he was dominant throughout. Loved his work. Um, uh, mm. p- piled on the rounds. Upper caps, very nice and sweet. Yep. Uh, and also, shout out to Takeshi in a way. Uh, because for eating all that punishment. Yeah, and, and not embarrassed. <laughs> Got cut too. He, he was he was long, long priced. I think we looked at it last week. He was pushing double digits. Uh, for him to go to the distance... Um, and a lot of respect shown between the fighters afterwards. Uh, definitely mm. didn't embarrass himself out there. So, an excellent fight. And look, the uh, the sky's the limit for Tim Sue at the moment. Well, uh, potentially his last fight in Australia for a little while until maybe he's got the belt. Mm. But uh, yeah, now he needs to go probably to America and prove himself. So, yep. Yep. Uh, we are we think he's very well talented and can definitely um, enter that conversation and do well. Uh, but you know, proofs in the pudding. F one boys. Yes, let's let's finish yeah. with some F one. Um, I might throw to you, Max. Uh, the shenanigans that led up to the actual race. Uh, Hamilton being dragged into the stewards. Uh, Max yep. Verstappen getting fined. Uh, what was the go on some of this? A lot was happening. So, I guess. Jeez, where do we start? So I suppose I think Hamilton was the first one. Yeah, what was it? he was dragged in front of the stewards for his D- DRS yes. system, well, or drag resistance reduction yeah. system. Um, so uh, I guess how do I put this? Um, his so the wing on the back of his car was a little bit loose, um, mm-hmm. and the FIA were able to um, slot their bulging disc um, <laughs> in, <laughs> which is not allowed. Um, it's not allowed to make that joke <laughs> 18 times. And I've been the main offender, I suppose. Yeah. I think it's no. impressive so that this bulging disc did... I think it was like 0.02 of a millimetre of 
uh, they they they'd um, broken the the regulation, so mm. it's not the biggest bulging disc um, uh, at, at Monks at the end of the table. No, that's it. No, so um, actually, I think even before this, I think. Hamilton took a had to take a grid penalty because he. Well, we knew had he had the grid penalty for his engine. So yes, yeah. so that was happened first, um, and then yeah, so he had, so essentially, with the DRS system, your main wing at the back of the the car, mm-hmm. it flips up in the DRS zone, mm-hmm. and there's tolerances in terms of the gap between um, the supporting the, the, the top, supporting maximum, top and yeah. support, yeah. yeah. Um, and that tolerance is to make sure that all the cars are consistent across the across the field. Yep. Um, at the start of the season, there was a whole heap of issues with Red Bulls mm-hmm. backwing. Mercedes were arguing that it was too flexible, and on straights, it was bending to make the car go faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, Hamilton's wing in this race got tested. Turns out, in the <laughs> middle of the wing, he met the tolerance. On the edges of the wing, he didn't meet the tolerances, um, and he got disqualified from the qualifying session. So he for the sprint race, um, last sprint race of the season, he, he ended up starting starting yeah at the back of the grid. So um, so then part of this conversation as well, some footage yes. did appear that Max Verstappen had actually been touching. Uh, his wing, so I think yeah. Mercedes were trying to be like, hey, hey, Red Bulls over here trying to um, uh, t- tweak or tamper with. I think they kind of proved <laughs> that Max's uh, brief touching uh, wouldn't have resulted in any bulging discs or, or wing, <laughs> wing uh, uh, malfunctions in this regard. Uh, uh, but he did get fined fifty thousand um, pounds yeah. for his touching of this. Um, so Vettel had a bit of a joke about, oh, "I'm going to touch Hamilton's rear wing," and he's. Uh, team managers like no, that's expensive. We say, oh, maybe I will touch the front one. That'd be that'd be half price one, <laughs> twenty five mil. That's it. Well, I mean, Verstappen must have known something was up because um, he after um, qualifying, so he qualified um, second. Uh, I think it was third. second or third. He was on, he was in the so, top three. Yeah, I think it was because um, because what they did is because they bring the three, top three drivers and they drive the cars in and line them up yep. as like if you were in the top three. So Max has got out of the third spot, and I think Hamilton must have been one or two. Yeah, walked Hamilton over to Hamilton's car and was fiddling with it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, so yeah, like you said, he got he got a bit of talking to, had a bit, got a fine. I um, think they're going to put some more stricter regulations in about touching and where the cars yep. are going forward with that whole did. process of yeah for that. Interesting. And then I think after I think after the sprint race, even. Over Mercedes uh, radio, um, you heard the team telling Lewis, "Don't go to, uh, to Verstappen's car. Don't touch any cars. Like, <laughs> just go straight to." Um, yeah, we don't need the fans, bro. <laughs> that's it, and it's all just got to, yeah, got to do the. Um, I think it's just the, the way that it works. So it's called yeah. to get technical. It's called Park Fermé, yeah, and Park it's Fermé. as soon as so after practice sessions, as soon as um, I guess the field goes into Park Fermé, you're not allowed to touch or modify your cars. Um, so that's why they want to try and keep everyone separated and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no funny business going on. So um, and then that led into the sprint race. Um, so Hamilton starts last. He's twentieth. Uh, yep. So the sprint race is sprint race is won by Bottas. He finishes first. Uh, yep. Lewis though does an excellent job and finishes fifth. He gets gets fifth. 15 positions in total to finish mm-hmm. fifth for that. Um, Max and Perez are two and three, aren't they? Uh, Science was three. Ah, oh, oh, Science was three. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so Bodas got the three points. Uh, Stefan got two points and Carl Sainz got uh, one point. Mm-hmm. And then... Big points in the context of where the championship is at the moment. So Lewis, it, yeah. Lewis finishes fifth, but he gets that five-place grid penalty as well. So yep. he has to start 10th. Yes, um, that's it. Um, yeah, so I guess off the back of that, um, the grid was... Bodas was first, Verstappen was second, Sainz was third. Um Perez, Norris, Leclerc, Gasly, Ocon, Vettel, Hamilton. And then we had Danny Rick down at 11 um, for the start of the race. Yeah, so start of the race off, um, first corner essentially, Lando and um, Science, I think. No, Lando and Leclerc. No, Lando and Science, they touch, former teammates. Mm. Um, bit of damage there. But the race, we should probably just cover them. Just focus on Max and Lewis. So Lewis started at 10th, end of the first lap, he's 6th. He's already made up four positions. Yeah. Um. Uh. By, uh, by uh, the ninth lap, he was third. So yep. like crazy, crazy effort, and that's when we get the end of our first well, safety car. So yeah, that's it. And I mean, you saw it like, um, just leading to his first couple corners, he was just able to outbreak everyone, and well, he was the, able to pick up those spots. The, real quick. the line he came out of that last corner, the speed he had through there, mm. whether it was a new engine as well, we just had a little, little bit of extra. And he was just so yeah. so dominant through the sprint race. He, he qualified really well before being disqualified. Um, yeah. he, you could see the car was red hot for this race. But, you know, the car is a part of it. You put Lewis Hamilton in that car um, and to actually do that race uh, was very impressive. So he's third by the, the ninth lap. Um, of course, then you have the, the tie period throughout the middle of the race, the strategy, etc. cetera. Um, but it, yeah. it ends up being Max's first and Lewis's second by the 47th lap. Mm. Um from that about 48 lap um, through to the 59 yep. was uh, just elite racing between the two of them. Actually, even bef- before this as well, with the tyre strategies, um, Hamilton on the radio was using code. Yeah, to, Morse code. Yeah, beep, beep, beep. To, um, to let the team know what tyre yeah. strategy he wanted to use because yeah. he did, they didn't want to let Red Bull know because all the teams listening on to the radios yeah. normally just yeah, Cause, we'll cause use because I think he said oh, I want to stay on the same tyres and then the message just kept going it was beep 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 yeah, if he like, just turned his radio on and off I think it was so. like yeah just the colour of my but I think they came out of the pit and then on the radio it was like this is not the tyres I want yeah. <laughs> so pretty much anyway it didn't <laughs> matter <laughs> didn't lost matter. in Morse card yeah it did yeah it, it, did. Did, it didn't matter but so they no yeah yeah they um, can they can so after it was essentially two pits so it was a Two pit stop race. Um, so after that, all kind of worked itself out. One and two. Lewis right on Max's ass. Um, I think lab 49 or 50. Um, they have the big incident where Lewis gets the lead into the, uh, what is it, second or oh no, fourth corner I think it ends up being uh, after the, the first ERS zone and the start of that lap. Um, yep. ha- Max has the inside line and very much drives Hamilton off wide. And there's a big conversation about did he open the steering, as in not like fully commit to the corner and purposely drive Hamilton off yeah. off the line. Yeah. Uh, big talk about that and how they'd officiated. Nothing done in the race. Yeah. Well, so during the race, the camera shots didn't they didn't have a camera shot of a Stappen steering wheel. They didn't show which it. Which was yeah the very suspect. Point. So no one knew what had happened. Like. Even the, I guess the stewards um, weren't commenting on it. Mm. Um, and yeah, it really just came out after the race once they got that footage 
that um, I guess it's everyone started talking a little bit about it. I think I think it's very opinionated as well because it's not super clear because you can see he's the wheel has definitely turned into the corner. It's just whether he could have turned it more into the corner. Yeah. Or, or whether it was turned enough and then he understeered as we um, as what he alluded to and then yeah. uh, had to, of course, well, drive Hamilton wider. Yeah. I mean, I watched the video and, yeah, so Verstappen was very the, aggressive the, in his the, braking. There was no significant right turn as well. It was what, no. I, what everyone's kind of yeah. thought might have been there, but there's there's no open of the steering in, no, no. in that regard. Yeah, so, so what I saw, Verstappen was very late in braking into the corner. He took way too much speed into the corner. And you could see... Which leads to oversteer. It does. <laughs> and you can see um, on the taco, on his steering wheel, he powers on too early out of the corner. Yeah. And I guess all of that contributes to him oversteering, um, yeah. taking it real wide. Um, and yeah, Mac, uh, sorry, Hamilton just had to follow without, so he yeah. didn't touch him and crash. I think what hurt him, Hamilton the most was because they ran so wide, he hit a fair bit of dirt. Yeah, he hit grass to get back A on. lot more than um, Max did. And so Max was able to gain a little bit more of a gap off the back of that. Um, subsequent to the race, Mercedes has taken that to review. So they want to try and, um, I don't know, penalise yeah. Verstappen. Give him, give him a penalty of some description, hopefully bump him down a couple of places and less yeah. points, essentially is what they're after. That's it. I don't think they'll get it. I think it'll end up being just a racing incident. I think so. The main thing well, is they didn't trip over each other. Um, well, that's it. Like, and you want to – we're at this point in the season, you want hard competitive racing between the two top um, drivers to finish out the championship. This stuff's going to happen. I think we've talked about this in the, in the past, and I mean, it's not the worst one. And in the no. end, the main factor is Lewis still won this way, so it probably That's doesn't it. matter. Um, yeah, Max knew that Lewis had a faster car. He knew he had to do everything he could to get maximum points. Like, mm. if he's not taking that corner like he did, then... He's just given up. Yeah, he's given up the championship. He had to do what he did. Um in the end, it didn't make any difference because, again, um, Mercedes had the new engine. Lewis was just too fast, was able to overtake him. And, um, yeah, that was the end of the race. So I don't I don't think – I don't – yeah, anything will happen of it. I agree. Um, I, pretty, I think Lewis – It'd be pretty dirty if something did. Yeah, because they're in Qatar and they've just done P1, um, which had some very interesting offs. Um, a lot of a lot of guys running a bit wide in that, so it was a bit interesting. Mm. I did see some of the highlights back before there. the race. It did look it was a bit, bit dusty, a bit sandy out there. Yeah, they so were blowing some stuff off. Um, yeah. But in their opening press conference, I asked Lewis what his thoughts are, and he's like, I won. Yeah. So that was his answer. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it was a racing thing that happened, but I I ended up winning, so it doesn't really matter too much. I even think if yeah. he'd been hit or damaged the car, couldn't finish, different sort of conversation. And I think oh, 100%. Uh, there would have probably been a different reaction mm. from the, the racing stewards if that had been the case. But play on. More That's racing. It. They're racing for the championship. Yeah, you, you want to see this sort of stuff happen as long as no one gets, no one gets hurt or crushed out. For the casual fan, how does he come from that far back in the grid? Is he just that good or the manufacturers are that good? That I think it's both. I think on the day they had the right car, mm. but then you put the seven-time world champion in, in in that car as well. Like They can do magic. So yep. in, in total, he overcame 25 extra positions they gave to him <laughs> throughout yep. that, that entire uh, weekend. So it's, it. it's impressive. It's just yeah. the, the talent of him as a driver. There's yeah. a reason I mean, he's won seven championships and also um, close in him for his eighth. Um, 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, I think he got a really good start. Like, it was a, like we said it Yeah, four positions, before, one lap. Make up that, those mm. positions. Mm. Well, and then um, another three in the subsequent eight after it. So. Yeah, got lucky with the with the safety car. So generally with safety car, um, you can I don't think it rest your tyres. Well, so quick. Yeah, your tyres are fresher after that. You can, save, you can save fuel so you can obviously drive a lot more. Um, aggressively after the safety car because there's fewer laps to, to actually race. Mm-hmm. Um, newer engine, you'd suspect, would have more horsepower than normal. Um, yeah, and just a couple of X, working a little yeah. bit better. Mercedes is always known for like their top top line speed mm-hmm. um, and this, the track didn't really have too many corn, big corners in it. No, but it, it really was, lent it itself too. well to that high speed, especially on the on the straight coming off the last corner with the DRS there, and then leading That's into it. the following DRS zone into the third and fourth corner. So it was, yeah, it was, it was a good track for them for that. Yeah, good um, track for them, which so makes sense as to why they would want to take a new engine now. Yeah, leading into the last few races, like this is a race that they needed to win. Yeah, and Verstappen did his a couple of weeks ago, so he's got to make do mm. for the rest of the season. Um, Speaking of which, they're in Qatar. Uh, the P1's done. Max was top of the charts on that, and Hamilton was very close behind. So excellent race to come in Qatar in the coming days. Uh, the other core kind of battle we've been tracking, of course, is Daniel Ricciardo and Daniel Ricciardo and uh, McLaren versus Ferrari. Ferrari had another good week. I think they finished fourth and fifth, um, whereas um, Ricciardo out of the points and Lando was down the bottom. So they've been struggling a lot. They've got a 30-point a deficit they got to make up if they want to compete with Ferrari for that third spot. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But to finish yeah. this off, what's the difference? I think it's 14 points between Max and, and Lewis currently. Yeah, 14. So Max is on 332.5 and, a half and uh, Lewis is on 318.5 with three races to go. And Constructors, you just had that down below. Yeah, so, so uh, yeah. Constructors, it's 11 points between Mercedes and Red Bull. Rear races go very, very close. Mm. I think it's the main thing. Both are hotly contested. Mm. Definitely. Final F1 news, uh, which um, uh, Giovinacci uh, racing for Alfa Romeo Romeo. um, has been dropped out of his seat. Unfortunate for him. Um, No idea how I'm going to say that name. Perhaps you want to do that for me? One year Uh, show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nicely done. Uh, First Chinese driver. Uh, he's currently second in F2 mm. um, behind our boy um, Oscar, um, the Aussie, uh, which is a bit <laughs> unfortunate um, because I think he's the backup driver for Alpine next season. Uh, yeah, and okay. you and he'll be the first in a long time of uh, F2 winners to then not get a subsequent seat in F1. Um, mm. But also F1 doesn't hate money. Um, and the first Chinese driver, plus the ten-year deal they just signed with China for for the Grand Prix. Um, bit of a market, yeah. Bit He's of a 22. market, bit of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think Oscar's the same. Like they come into the F one very, very young. Oh yeah, um, you look at all the young drivers now. Well, um, yeah, Max is. He's not even twenty-five. Is he? He's twenty-four. Is he? That's a great yeah, question. Twenty-four, maybe. Yeah. Like well, it's it's a, it's a definitely a young man's sport. Um, just don't tell Alonso and um, give me rocket in that. Yeah. Max Verstappen is 24. Crazy. Yeah. Bananas. And how much money does he make? <laughs> I don't want to know, Max. I don't know either, do I? Yeah. So um, I, 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 I want to say, I, just, I feel bad for Oscar in this. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I'd really like to see him come through and t- uh, get a decent drive. And um, well, the problem is for him, they th- thought he was a year away. They thought he'd do okay mm. this year, potentially win it next year, and then get his seat in F one with um, yep. of potentially a lot of all the older guys retiring, and there'll be a few seats available. Yeah, but well, he's been really good this year, and he's probably most likely going to win F F two. So yeah, so I mean, if he's going to Alpine, like Alonso. I mean, yeah. He could drive well, forever, but um, I think that's the thinking. Alonso is going to finish up, yeah. or even Ocon if if Ocon doesn't perform as well as he can. Uh, that's always um, maybe he a gets shot. a seat in there next year at some point, but yeah, yeah it's um, unlikely. Yeah, but yeah, Guanyu Zhou's been pretty good in F two last couple of seasons as well. Like he definitely deserves that spot. Yeah, he's um, second. Like he's not a bad driver. He's 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 not Mazepin. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no. Um, Bright side for Giovinazzi has been picked up by Dragon Pensi, Pensky um, yeah, Auto Racing. So he will be um, – he slots straight into a Formula E seat next Ooh, year. Nice. Um, so out of F1 but straight into um, Formula E. Um, oh, and he's, he's he'll a still good, be racing. He's a, he's a good driver. He'll get racing in somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, that probably wraps up F1 news for this week. Yeah, and that I think does the podcast as well. Mm. Um, thank you, boys, as always, for coming out. Uh, another mm-hmm. big week of sport in the books. What do we got upcoming besides we talked about the F1 race uh, and the NFL coming up? Is there any other major sports in the next on the week? Horizon? In the next week, uh, just a bit of the usual, I suppose. But the big one for us is the Ashes coming up in a yeah. few pods' time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but until then, we'll keep an eye on the NFL, the NBA, the soccer, the F1. It's always a bit to talk about, isn't there? the next UFC? Two sixty nine is three weeks away. There's a couple of fight nights in between it, but nothing major to talk about. Uh, Melissa Tate's on this weekend is probably the, the big fight. That's about it. That wraps okay. us up. Thank you yeah, good. to those that are still with us. Uh, we appreciate the listens. If you feel inclined, a subscribe, a follow on Instagram. We need to be a little bit more. Proactive, perhaps. Yeah. Or, or, or check out the OnlyFans for some bulging disc. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> might, to, that might to, lose his followers. <laughs> I had to get that one in one last time. Uh, yeah, I had to finish it. <laughs> that was a finish <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll check you all next week with more sports news uh, across the world. And dribble. <laughs> and dribble. Yep. Lots of dribble. Gotcha. Bye. Bye.